Ian Lee's Good Evening. I've got another cold. It's my third, maybe my fourth cold of the year. And I blame my mother. Because she gave it to me. I was at my mum's on Tuesday, right? She had a cold. She, I was at my mum's Wednesday. She had a cold, I was fine. I went there Thursday, her cold was really bad, and I had the start of a cold. And she said, I bloody hate you for giving me this cold. You stupid old woman, it wasn't me that you gave me the cold! And we actually had a row, this is true. We had a row about who gave the other one the cold. A r- proper row. And I stormed off. So who won the row? Well, she did. Mums, mums win rows. Oh, that's a good name for a TV show, Mums Win Rows. We're all very, very excited at LBC Towers because, uh, the Psychic Show, 10 o'clock, Becky and Chris, they got, uh, a woman, I don't know what the, the term, I don't know what the term is, I wasn't really paying attention when Lucy was talking because I was so off my face on Vic Sinex. Uh, I spit bubble then. Is it Animal Psychic? Ani- animal Psychic. This is a song by Suede, wasn't it, I think? Um, uh, an Animal Psychic is coming in, and, w- hey, why don't you do what we've all done, and we've sent, uh, well, w- we sent pictures to Lucy, the producer's telephone. Don't do that, because otherwise I'd have to give you out her phone number, which is 077 Now, I won't do that, uh, but sending pictures of your pets to 077 no, sending pictures of your pets to Becky and Chris at lbc.co.uk. That's Becky and Chris at lbc.co.uk. And some woman will make up some stuff about it. Uh, we'll psychically read them. Uh, so I've sent in a picture of uh, my cat. Chris, have you sent in anything? Yeah, I've sent in a picture of my horse. For, oh, oh Nilardi da. Alex, you going to send in anything? No, I've got cat anymore. Uh, but, yeah, but this, this woman will tell you where the cat is and what you did wrong to make her run away. Oh, wicked. But will it tell you, will she tell you, like, what? your pet's gonna do in the future, cos that's oh, what it is, isn't it? It's dick. like, you don't... Hang on a minute. <laughs> or, or how they're gonna be? You don't understand... How they... You don't understand the ways of the psychic. No, I don't. She'll talk a load of uh, improbable, impossible-to-prove guff, uh, and sad, lonely people will go, oh, that's good, uh, and inquisitive, intelligent people uh, will say, I'm still not convinced. Yes. So, but it'd be, it'd be interesting. I don't quite know what she's going to say, because the pictures I sent in, well, anyway, that's fine. It's going to be good, though. Uh, I, I, my tongue is slightly in my cheek, but, well, as it would be. Uh, so sending your pictures to, we started off the first eight minutes of the show promoting another show. Okay, now it's time for this show, and uh, I did have lots. Oh, we've got, I tell you what, uh, quarter past eight, uh, we've got uh, Jez Herma from Monkey World coming on, which will be good, that'll be cool. Uh, it'll be cool, but it'll be quite sad, because we're talking about Jim Cronin, who's died, you know, the guy that founded it all. So, uh, we'll, we'll try not to be too morbid or maudlin on that. We'll, you know, we'll be sad, and then we'll look to the future. Uh, and that's at quarter past eight. It's like a proper show. I like, I'm liking having guests. Seriously. Bare Naked Ladies this week. There, this. I, li- I like having guests. Yeah, but we don't know who to talk to. Well, no, ah, okay, yes. Well, I was going to ask for suggestions from that lot, but oh, everyone, really? does, everyone does that. Yeah. Frank Sidebottom in a couple of weeks. Yes. He wants to come and stay at my flat. I'm not convinced. I'm not... For how long? Well, just, like, overnight while he's down. Can, can I come and stay at your flat? Well, well, Frank... Have, have you, you got a spare bedroom? Well, I, uh, yes, unfortunately I do have a spare bedroom. That's the thing, so... Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the West Wing, but it's still, you know, it's, um... Well, how cool is that? Saying, yeah, Frank Cybot was at my house Yeah, it, well, it, it's cool to, like, us. Yeah, but would you, would you be able to sleep knowing there's a, like, a, 
A strange man. A very, yeah, a very strange man is creeping about your house. You yeah, know, it would be cool big to... head in the middle of the night would be quite scary. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you, don't want, you don't want a big head waking yeah. you up, do you? So, he, I, 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 I've got to try and talk him out of that and convince him it's not necessarily a great idea, but, um, we'll see. Anyway, we're doing a radio show here, tonight. 0870-9090-973. Calls go straight to where? Line 7, you're on the wireless. Don't forget to listen to Triple M on Sunday, 31, with a very special guest host, Dragon Meat Sausage. Yes, no, you're not going to be coming to the show. I don't know why he thinks he will be, but he uh, he won't be. Dragon Meat Sausage. Yes, that's, that's a bare-naked lady saying that. They loved it. And I bet there's going to be a song on their next album called, uh, what were you saying? Line two, you're on the wireless. Globule, a small round particle of a substance, globular, composed of globules. It's political correctness gone mad. Political correctness gone mad. You know it is. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening, Ian. Good evening. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm great. Um, I heard you got a PS3. I got given one for free, yeah. How did you get that? Sony, get this, right? A, a, a long time ago, I used to do a computer game show that was rubbish, so I'm vaguely associated with computer games. Okay. Uh, and, um, uh, Sony phoned us up, mm-hmm. uh, in the week and said, mm-hmm. we'd like to give you one. Oh, that's so amazing. I, isn't it amazing? And you know what? I've not even taken it out of the box yet. Oh, what? It's, uh, that's how cool. Last night, instead of playing my PS3, I was sorting through my old tax documents and receipts. Yes. God, I'm cause I, that's because I'm cool, Daddy-O, because when I sit, I'm not going to open it and have, like, ten minutes. I'm going to open it. I'm having a whole day on it. Yeah. Do, do, have it when you got a day off. Exactly. Saturday, tomorrow. I'm, I'm busy tomorrow. Oh. I've got the carpet man. I'm, I'm an old man. I've got the <laughs> carpet man to come and give me a quote for a new carpet. I've got a guy coming to fix an intercom for me and to look at downstairs light where my shower leaked through their light. And uh, then I'm uh, going out for dinner in the evening. Oh, what, what, what you can do is wait until your whole house is done and you can open it. Yeah, he, Saturday and play all day. Yeah, well, unfortunately, when you get fat and old, young uh, young man, you'll realise that you can't always do those things. All right, great chat to you. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. What a nice person. Uh, let's go to line four. Line four, you're on the wireless. Is it Ghostbusters 2? I'm afraid it's not. It could be next time, though. We should have a competition where it's always, the answer is always Goat bu- Ghostbusters 2. Goatbusters 2. Now, that's a film. Have you seen that? Oh, you can't get it in this country. We well, probably can now of the EU. Yes, line eight. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? It's Uh, Philberto? Yes. Hello. Hi, you don't remember me, do you? Uh, no. Why, sh- should I? Well, yes, because I called in, uh, to talk about, uh, t- uh when you have... A threesome! Yes! You, you yes. had, you've had about eight, you nearly had about four threesomes, you ended up having none of them. Exactly! Good lad, of course I remember you, yes, you're a Portuguese and pervert. And then another time, ta- oh, well, uh, okay, another time, though, a lady calling for me, and then you phoned me up, and she was going to come and meet me at the nightclub. Oh, yeah, but you were too short for her. I was too short she for was her. A, she sounded like a silly old tart, I'll be honest. She was an idiot, because Ooh. she didn't come, and she's like a teaser. And if you don't want my peaches, don't shake my tree. <laughs> I was waiting there and she didn't come. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Please, don't. if you don't want peaches, don't shake don't trees. Don't shake the tree. Don't yeah. shake the tree. Why bother? Just to see them fall. Ha <laughs> ha, I made it happen. But I don't want them. Well, Roberto, uh, have you had any more sexual adventures this week? Do you know what? 
you know, uh, my friend, he says something like a purple patch. Whatever it is the other way, I'm on the other way. Uh, nothing, you know? Oh, you know? hang on. So a purple patch is good, is it? No, but I'm the other thing. Whatever. Gay. If you have a purple patch, I'm maybe a green patch. And it, or, So you're, uh, you're recycling old women? No, I'm getting nothing. Getting nothing at all. Women will be fine now, but yeah, no, no luck at all. You know when you start having bad luck, it kind of makes more bad luck. Yeah. So, you know, you think, how do I get out? Okay. You need to break that cycle of bad luck. Exactly. How yeah. do I do it? How do I do it? You have a relationship, it's happy and everything. So, maybe, you know, Ian, stop playing computer games so much sometimes. Yeah. Says, I think. Well, this is, the, this is the thing. This weekend, I have to convince a girl that I'm going to play computer games, and I, I have to convince her that she wants to play computer games as well. What do, what? What do you mean? I want to play my PS3, but I'm hanging out with a chick all weekend. So, so I have to somehow convince her that she wants to play on the PS3 as well. I know the way you think, so you must have a strategy already. I've got, a, I've got one or two p- plans up my sleeve, Filberto. What is, what is it? I want to know. I'm going to make, well, I, you know, I don't know. I'm going to make her think that she has suggested to me that I should play computer games. Fantastic. Maybe before you load it in, tell her it is Desperate Housewives computer game or something. Desperate Housewives computer game. That will get them. Exactly. Gilberto, I've got to go. Thanks for that, fella. Love you. I love you. Uh, oh, quite well, yes, he is having a purple patch, isn't he? Sign <laughs> so now to get the latest LB. Line 8, you're on the wireless.
Uh, an email from Gary in Biggin Hill. Good evening, Ian. I heard the good news today that LBC is covering the boat race. I hope it will be on a podcast so I can relive the incredible excitement over and over again. I'm sure it will be. OK, 0870 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. If you call up now, you'll speak to the producer, Adrian Crisp. He's a nice lad. You can probably bully him a little bit if you want. Uh, Give him a vague idea of what you want to talk about, and he'll call you back, and we'll speak to you after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Give it to me, John. Hello, mate. Hello, mate, you're right. I've got to say, your radio show is absolutely bizarre. I'm a a new listener, and I'm I'm sitting all in my car listening to... Some of the things people ring in for. They're, well, they're, they're mad. We, I, I, can I just say that la- during the, the, that last fifteen minutes of radio, where I didn't say very much. We had four email complaints straight through, which is is, is good even for me to get four complaints. But um, I don't. Yeah. Anyone emailing in, by the way, I don't really read the emails. Chris mentioned them to me. If you want to email in, can I just say this, John? Sorry to interrupt you, but you The last couple of nights, uh, we've had a couple of people phoning up who want to complain about the show, but don't want to complain to me. They speak to Chris. Uh, and they they have a go at Chris, my producer, and they don't want to come on air. Now, 
That's not going to happen anymore. If you phone up and you speak to Chris, be prepared to go on the radio. If you phone up and start having a go at Chris or saying you don't like the show, he's going to put you straight on air. Okay? That's, that's the rule that we've got. Uh-huh. And also, if you're going to email in and complain about the show, don't, because I, I don't bother reading them, I delete them, and I can block your email address. It's a phone-in show, so call in. Have the uh, strength of your conviction to come on the air and put forward your argument. The people who write in and uh, phone up and have a go at Chris haven't got the intelligence to argue properly uh, and cleverly with me and to tell me why they dislike the show. Whereas I'm quite happy for people to come on and criticise me. Uh, so d- just don't send nasty emails and have a go at Chris, because it's not fair. Anyway, sorry, John, that's my little rant over. Yeah, I, I was listening last night. Who was it lost, completely lost their temper with a lady that phoned up and had a go and slammed the phone down? Was it you or Chris? It was, uh, no, it was a woman. What was it? Was, it, was that Sylvie? Susie. Susie. Susie phoned up to have a go at Chris, and he, uh, thinking on his feet, put her straight through on air, uh, and... She was accusing me of being rude to another caller that I'd banned. Um, a woman from Crouch End. Chris from Crouch End. That's her. And I, yeah. I wasn't being rude because she wasn't there to defend herself. But everything that Susie was accusing me of last night, she then did herself. You know, so it's disappointing when people do that, but never mind. It was obviously annoying as well. But... Yeah, they get very wound up about it. They don't seem to realise it's just a radio show. And when I finish at 10 o'clock and the psychics come, on, come in on a Friday... I go home and I sleep quite well and, you know, I live my life and I don't get... I'm not angry or upset by anything anyone has said to me on the radio show. No, don't take your work home, mate. No, exactly, you know, and I think that that, um, they think by sending me a snotty email or sending me an abusive email, I get a lot of abuse in the emails, uh, that by doing that, I'm somehow going to be at home going, oh, man, that... That person in Croydon really didn't like what I did and thinks I should go, go back to the afternoons. Oh, what do I... I don't. I go home and it's, it, you know, it's, it's a three-hour show. That's all it is. Uh, anyway, you, sorry, John, we've, we're all getting a little bit heavy there. Let's... Uh, yeah, never mind. OK, boat race. You're covering the boat race, yeah? Well, LBC is. I won't be anywhere near uh, it. Uh, OK, LBC. All right, a uh, question I, I need answered. Why are there only ever two boats in that race? And why have there only ever been two boats in that race? I'm guessing that the qualifying stages... Uh, are so tough that only Oxford and Cambridge are able to come through. I guess they're just the two best rowing teams in the country. They must be, otherwise there'd be other teams in it. They're the only two. Either that, or it's some stuck-up elitist nonsense uh, that we shouldn't be even vaguely interested in, but I sort of have to pretend I am because we've paid for it. Well, when, where, where's the qualifying stage? Where, where's that yeah. done? Where, where are the heats? Oh, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're joking, obviously. I am joking, yeah. You are? Yeah. Okay, well, why can't another university like uh, Greenwich, Greenwich University? Why can't any other university... I don't know, and I think it'd be good. I think that uh, another university... Well, uh, hang on, if you're covering your, 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 your radio shows covering, covering the boat race, then mm-hmm. you should, you know, you should be able to answer that question. Well, you... Can you find out? You're, John, you're absolutely right, and I apologise for uh, being uh, stupid on this matter. And it's my fault, and I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to get Chris to kick me up the backside ten times. Uh, well, there's no need for that. Just find out why there's only ever been two boats in the race. John, I shall do I'll that for you. I'll be happy with that. I'll be happy with that, mate. I'll be over the moon. God bless you, John. Have a lovely weekend. And you, thank, thank you. Thank you. 0870 uh, is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, let's go to G-Man. Hello, Wagwan. Wagwan, G-Man. Wagwan. I know why there's only two boats in the race. Why is that, you think? Because I broke all the rest of the boat. Well done, you. Yeah. You idiot. What? I've got a bloody cold again. 
You know what you should do? Chris, you need to come <laughs> into Ian's bit of the studio. What? I don't think that's going to punch help. him in the nose. Shut up, idiot. What? I'm not in the mood. Use it up. I'm not in the mood. What are you in the mood for, then? I'm in the mood for dancing, romancing, and forgiving it all tonight. I'm in the mood. Oh. I'm in the mood. Oh. Oh. I'm in the mood to dance. Come on and dance. Whoa. Come on and dance. Uh, yes. do, 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 do. You done? I'm only singing because we haven't got many calls. It's been re- I'm worried, G, because the call rate has really been dropping off over the last four or five shows, and I suspect that uh, people have got wise to the fact that this show is a load of old guff. Or, they, as they're saying on uh, that forum of yours, they're saying that the, the callers are too uh, exclusive or whatever it means. Who said that where? I don't know, them weirdos. Was that on the wireless.net? They, they all hate me there. Oh, well, I wonder why. Maybe but they cause... hate you there as well. well we, uh, but they're still part of your forum. Which forum? On the wireless.net? Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. I've not been there for a while. Oh, no, I had a quick look there today, actually. It's, uh, it's... Oh, so you've been there today. Hey, uh, Sunday's Lost is, um... Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's, it's very well done, but it's pointless. Yeah, it is a bit, but... It tells you nothing. But, um, let's be careful, because people haven't seen it. Um, yeah. I think that that is, uh, two little problems, uh, completely out of the way. Yeah, I was quite happy. Yeah, and I... I it's b- their fault, fault, really, wasn't it? I, I think that the, the producers realised they'd... And we, we'll, we'll speak around this, we won't give anything yeah. away. I think the producers realised they'd made a mistake. And, uh, therefore, they had to find a way of, uh, erasing that mistake. I guess you could say they dug their own grave. So, G, what have you called in for? Did that give too much away? Yeah, it did a bit, actually. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, but, only, but only me saying, yeah, that gave too much away, actually then gave it away. They met a sandy death. OK, we've got a lot of phone calls now, so what do you want? Oh, uh, OK, um, I wanted to ask you... That's not even a phrase, they met a sandy death. That's not even a phrase. Yeah, and isn't even... I made co- it up. Yeah, OK. Freestyle. It doesn't um, even fit in with what I've happened. I've got something else to say if you... Uh, well, would you hurry up, because Mucky Sarah's waiting. Hello? I think... Hello, G-Man. Hello? Ooh. Hello. Oh, Mucky Sarah's putting on a posh English accent. She she doesn't do it as good as me. Do what? Posh. I bet she's done it more than you. Oh. <laughs> anyway, G, b- b- before you get too excited at s- speaking to a sexually active woman... I wanted to ask you one thing. Okay. What is your opinion on odd socks? I have no opinion on odd socks. Oh, I thought you, you want to throw it out? What? Do you want to throw it out to the public? Not really, because it's a little bit rubbish. Oh, so, well, what about holes in socks? Thank God you don't do a radio show, because it would be awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right, G. He's put the phone down. He's bottled it. G-Man actually bottled it then. Fantastic. Mucky Sarah. Hey, Ian, how are you doing I've today? Got, I'm all right. I've got a cold, but I'm fine. I've got... It's nearly the weekend. I think vegetarians sense. tend to get colds more than um, than other people. I, I, that could be the case. I'm prepared so. to accept that, but I'm, I'm also prepared to stand by my decision not to eat food. No, no, I think I think it's a good decision. I just... I've just <laughs> from what I've observed, which could be totally wrong, but... Yeah. Um, Vegetarians seem to get colds more. It would make sense because we don't eat meat, and meat, as we all know, protects you against flu and germs. Does it? I, I don't know. know well, probably. No. I just made it up. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, well, oh, I just wanted to say something about um, yes. you taking on callers that call in. Yes. And um, and I also want to talk about waterbeds. Okay. But, that's, that's um, okay. You taking on callers that won't call in, yeah. or, or or you know the the cowards. Yes. Maybe people that have complaints aren't as articulate as you, and they're afraid to sort of take you on. Right. Well, exactly. But then they shouldn't. If they if they're afraid to take me on then they shouldn't right. bother criticising the show. They shouldn't send me a cowardly email or phone up and have a go at my producer. Sorry. Uh, no, my don't dog. apologise. It was my stomach. Oh, it was your dog. Was it? Okay. Well. My dog, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I see what your point is. I also think that there are just some people that... I, I think everyone should be able to voice their opinion. And I like your show, so I'm not going <laughs> to call and go. Sorry, that's my, that's my dog. Sorry. You let the dogs out. Anyhow, um, some even if you're not articulate, you should have the right to complain. You can what? Even if you're not as articulate as you are, yes, people have the right to complain. They they do, but they should phone in. It's a phone in show. They should phone in and complain. Well, yeah, yeah, they should phone in, but I think maybe there there there's a fear that they're going to look stupid. Well, of course they are because they they aren't articulate and don't know what the hell they're talking about. That's the problem, you see. But th- I, I won't tolerate any more uh, people sending in rude sniping emails uh, and phoning up and having got my producer. If they want to complain, they have to come on air and do it. That's the way it's going to be. Okay, from well, now that's on. fair enough. They shouldn't they shouldn't get mad at Chris. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so water beds. Yeah. All right. So I bought this water bed, and um. It's been causing me a bit of grief. Yeah. I had to drain it, and um, now I have to put water back in it. But you, I, have to I put, you have to put a solution in there to stop the water going septic, don't you? Yeah, I've got, I've got the solution. I didn't put the water in there um, originally, so um, I need help getting water in my water bed. And I'm wondering... <laughs> quiet, you! I'm wondering if anyone has any tips... Um, for, 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 for putting water in a waterbed, or, um, or if they have a pump. If they have a what? A pump. A water pump. Uh, well, okay, I don't know. I've, the waterbeds aren't that good, though, are they? They're, they're good for sleeping. They're not good for anything else. Like, they're, they're very, because it's like you're sleeping on a hot water bottle. Yeah. So it's very, very comfortable in the winter. It's not good if you're drunk, because you feel a bit seasick on it. Yes. Um, it's not great at sex, unless you're incredibly coordinated. Yes. Because when the bed goes, when the water goes down on one side, it goes up on another side. Yeah. I got the fully wavy bed, because I figure if you're going to get a water bed, you might as well go for the You might as well be on water, yes. Exactly. Uh, well, if, like if any, uh, like you said, I've got to go because I've got to travel. But if anyone has any tips for water beds, oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. It's time now though, to get the latest LBC ninety seven point three travel news. Here's Alan Joyce. And the M twenty five is still struggling anti clockwise, but it it's oh, okie dokie. It's David Pinner. Hello, Dave. Hey, Shane. It's time for Pinner. Is this is Barry's son? Is it? That's right, Dave, uh, Dave Smiles. Just phone me, you did dear, oh dear, oh dear, I'll tell you something, because you were talking about people complaining, and you old people playing, phoning you up. Have you been on a course to, to try and help you speak slowly? 
yeah, very funny, mate. Well, it's just funny because you saying that you don't know people can play it's funny. It's, it's everyone's right. They want to they listen to the program. You're, you're, you're in their homes, effectively in their kitchen. Yeah, I'm in their front room doing all that sort of stuff. You've got to expect people to phone up to us to complain about things that they don't that, that, that they think is you know is out of order. So you have called in uh, for two reasons because I mentioned that people can phone in and complain if they want. Yeah, and yeah, secondly, right, secondly, no, no, the right, second right. reason, the yeah, second right. reason is because you're an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. I'll tell you something else. You've tried this before for me, and I'm phoning up because you say you invite people to phone in. You not email, not email. I didn't email. I didn't email. I wasn't snide nothing. I'll phone it straight away. I'm not married. I'm not nine 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 ten three. I'll phone you. I'll come through. I'll go straight. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. You're blowing. I'm going to go. You're pissed. I'll come in. Okay, so you want to have a Dave? Dave, will you calm down? Because there are people out there who can't understand you. So you have called in. Shut up. You have called in to complain about the show, have you? And no, that's very not, brave yeah. of you. Well done. What's no, what's your complaint? Yeah, right, listen. You invited people to phone up to you. You were telling what they want to what complain about. Not not to phone, not to email, not to not to snide right. comment. So phone so what, you face to face, which is really what I'm doing so now. So what's right? your complaint then? My complaint is that well, you invited people to phone up to you to tell what they think, and I'm trying to tell you what I'm thinking about. Well, you phoned in so far. All you've done, all so you shut up I'm listening to you but you're not making any sense so you phoned in shut up will you shut up David I'm trying to give you a chance but you are such an idiot you don't thank you so you have called in because I ask people to call in uh, and complain and That's not right. send snidey emails or have a go at my producer. That's great. But w- so you've just called in just because I said that. You've not told me right. what your complaint is. Right. I am telling you, right, for a long time now, my dad is trying to find me a phone. You've got a couple of times that you've sent me you're not the phone. You're not the phone at night and you just the first time I was on the phone and telling me I'm not the phone. My sister tells me not the phone. My mum tells me not the phone. Everyone tells me not the phone. He's phoning tonight. And you invite people to come in front of me to comment and complain with you. Not an email, not the facts, not 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 your producer text. You face to face and that's what I'm doing now. Are you saying that you are you want to complain that your dad keeps phoning in? I'm telling you, I want to complain because he's phoning tonight. And I see him not the phone. I'm sorry, the last thing he's done, 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 and you, oh, I didn't finish it. I was just taking a, a, I was just swallowing. And you were getting nasty and obnoxious and violent uh, and aggressive. Uh, and now you're saying you don't want him to call in, David. <laughs> you can't, you can't stand, I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something right now. Oh, you can't stand me, get out of the kitchen. I'm not in a kitchen. Right, Dave, now, good, good, good evening, Dave. Bye-bye, Dave. Bye-bye, bye-bye. It just, it just beggars belief. Ah. Uh. Hello? Hello, James. Hello. Hello there. Wasn't that guy an idiot? Absolute idiot. I mean, he's called in before. He, he turned up at the studio at Christmas and, uh, got... Can I, um, before I talk, can, like, you play that Pentagoras Switch? Uh, uh, Pythagoras' Switch in Japanese, is that what you mean? That, that thing with the ball, when it, you push it down and it does the whole thing. That's the one. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, here's something for you. You know, crash test dummies. 
Um, not in the, what sense? Not the band. Okay. But in a sense, when they do, when they crash test a car, every car that's made, they crash test the car. And yeah. they have these dummies that look like people, and they, they've got computers in them, uh, and they're about £150,000 each to make. Uh, really? And they replicate human movement in a car crash. So you, it will tell you what will happen when a car is hit from the front, hit from the side, all these things, OK? I remember having, like, um, toys of them, I think, actually. Toys like. of crash test dummies? Yeah, yeah, the toys, yeah. Mm-hmm. then... I had a car and you used to move it into the wall and it used to smash and... Really? It's just come off and, yeah. Guess what they used to use instead of crash test dummies, and they used them as late as the late 1970s, early 1980s? Monkeys. Oh, monkeys would be good. No, not monkeys. We've got, we no, got no, like, from monkey. Um, I don't now. know. Um, you tell me. Dead human bodies. No. Seriously. That's not... They'd use dead bodies. They'd strap a dead body in a Volkswagen or a, a Ford or whatever and smash it into a wall to see what would happen to a corpse. So would they actually, would they actually kill people or would they just like... No, no, Volkswagen have never, as far as I know, killed people. They, they, the, they were dead already. OK. Oh, uh, well, obviously, yeah, I was just being stupid. You have been a little bit stupid, yes, James. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's that interesting fact out of the way. I just thought that I thought that was interesting when I when I read that today. I went bloody hell, really? I didn't say bloody hell. I said swe- more stronger swears than that. But um, anyway, James. Yes, what's? Oh, tell you what, we'll have to do your point after these. Are you looking for an? O- ah, yes, James. Sorry, we get to your point now. That's all right. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what to talk about, but then I heard that guy talk about lost. Oh, I know. Go, go on, Chris. What you? What? What, I bet James won't guess. Yes. What they used to test on roller coasters. It doesn't even. Dead bodies. D- dead bodies. No, he says. no, no. That's that was the answer for the cars. Right. You, now he told. But bring him on. He told me this earlier on in the day, and I didn't believe him. Have oh, another sorry. guess, James. T- Tom, have a guess. What do you think they used to test roller coasters? Robot. I ain't got a clue, mate. Oh, okay, you ain't got a clue. Oh. Ah. Well, should we leave that open till after eight, Chris? Because it's such it's such a fun thing. Yeah. Not okay. Well, anyway. Um, yes, James. My point. Sorry yeah. about that. 0870 if you want to guess uh, what Chris thinks they use to test roller coasters. Anyway, James, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, um, you know your, like, Lost Initiative podcast? Yes, the Lost Podcast, yeah? Yeah, like, the one that came out was a repeat. I just... Yes, I know, they've put the new one up, there was a problem. Oh, okay, But the new right, one okay. went up uh, on Tuesday, I think. Okay, I was just, well, my brother told me to bring it up, so... I no, listen, thank you very much, I, I didn't realise that was the case until today. We record them on a Friday. Okay, uh, and, all right. uh, But yes, the new one is up there. Okay, thanks. All right, cheers, James. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Tom. How's it going, mate? It's going all right. It's the flipping weekend, and baby, I'm about to have me some fun. Bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> it's a remix to Ignition Hot and fresh from the kitchen My mama rolling that body Got every man in here wishing Sipping on coke and rum It's like so what I'm drunk It's the freaking weekend baby I'm about to have me some fun Bounce, 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 bounce Bounce, bounce, bounce in the other night mate Oh good Anyway yes Tom Oh remember that scenario with the camcorder Oh, you were the... Okay, let, didn't hear this. Tom was having sexual intercourse with his girlfriend. She was a horny little minx. They filmed it. It wasn't their camcorder. It belonged to Tom's girlfriend's fit mate. She took the camcorder back. She watched it. She said to Tom, I would like you to do to me what you did to your girlfriend in that video and don't tell her about it. That's the recap. Tom, where are we now? 
Oh, uh, well, anyway, mate, I went round there, didn't I? Oh, you muppets. Oh, no, well, anyway, mate, I've been given the name Dirty Tom, mate. So, you know what I'm thinking I'm, You know what I'm thinking of? Filming it and get showing it to your girlfriend. Yeah, well, no, well, no, Mucky Sarah's got a problem with her bed, innit? Yeah. So I'm thinking if Mucky Sarah and Dirty Tom can get together... Oh, no, we're not going to be a, a dating no, service. I can, no, I can perverts. fix her waterbed, innit? I can go round there. She said she needs a pump to put some water oh, in the bed. Oh, Tom. No. So, uh, have you had sex with your girlfriend's best friend? Yes. Oh, anyway, oh, mate, she was like a day spa in one night, I'm telling you. She was like a day spa okay, in one night. Okay, you don't night. have to repeat the, 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 the image. I think I've got it. Uh, but you're not going to have her in a threesome with your girlfriend? Well, you're actually saying that. I'm going to see me missus for a nice little weekend, because yeah. if we've got the house free all weekend, yeah. that's, that's going to be nice. Yeah. But I'm going to approach her this weekend about it, and like, I'm okay. going to suggest it and say, well, you know, do you, what do you think about it? Because, you know, we've been talking about it a little bit more, and she's yeah. saying she's a little bit up for it. So I'm actually, I'm really, oh. really, really going to, I'm really, really, fi- I'm really, really going to do it. Really, 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 oh. really. Thank you for that, Tom. Oh, God. 0870. Last night he said he was bored with threesomes, that guy. 0870 909. No, nine seven three. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. A quarter past eight. Uh, Change things ever so slightly, and um, we've got the Jez Herma uh, from Monkey World coming on. Now, regular listeners will know it's the my favourite place in the world, uh, and it's indeed the best place ever. Uh, and very sadly, uh, Jim Cronin, the guy that started up, died the other week, so, um... He was kind of one of my heroes. So we're gonna get, uh, Jez is gonna come on and just tell us what's happening and, uh, stuff like that uh, for ten minutes or so. So that will be, uh, sad but interesting. Uh, meanwhile, you can give us a call. What have we talked about? Yeah, right, hang on a second. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, that, that, what are you singing? I'm singing your theme tune. Oh, all right, sorry. Can you play again? Uh, can we play the theme tune again? Is that just the last ten seconds? Just I, oh, I don't think we can jump to the end. But oh. I think we can. Uh, we, we, we can. F- we can fire it up again. and You can have it from the start. Can I? Can I sing all the way through? You s- okay? It's, it's yours. Away you go. Let's go! Come on! Woo! Yeah. Where does he come in? Where, where does the voice man come in? We've just had the voice man. Oh, rubbish! Okay, right, here we go. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Funky. Uh, duh, duh. I said funky. Uh, duh, duh. Oh, yeah. Duh, duh. I'm a bit bored of that now. Okay, fine. Yes. Oh, hold on. Can I just put the paper in three senders? Hold on. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's better. Tapes in. Uh, anyway. Well, you've got to wait till the music ends now. We can't stop it. Once it starts, that's it. All right. LBC. LB. Yeah! Oh, that is wicked. Okay, good luck. I love that. I'm out of breath. I bet you are. I need to lie down. Yeah, I don't think we've had anyone calling us whilst lying down. Yeah, hold on. I'm on the floor. Oh, my God. I've done the back in today, Ian. Oh, really? They do say that if you lie on your back on a. Floor that's meant to make it better. Yeah, of course that's it is because right, it's insane. yes, it's good. Good. Oh. Hey, guess who I walked past today? Really close, and I thought I knew him, so I nodded. And then I, after, it, then once he'd gone past me, I thought, oh, I bet he, I bet he thinks I liked him in that program that I've only ever seen one of. Dermot O'Leary. D- no, I, I, no, Dermot, it's nice. No, Mitchell? no, David Schwimmer. Ah. Oh. <laughs> 
His name's Ross as well. Yeah, oh, oh, is yeah. Isn't it? I walk, oh. I walk past him. Wow, how is he? He's uh, got a beard. Oh, really? And, and a hat. Really? Yeah. But he was walking along on his own. I thought he'd have like bodyguards and stuff. Because someone like David Schwimmer, you think is going to get a good kick in? And I nearly went back, gave him a kick in. Just, just <laughs> I nearly did. It crossed my mind. I thought Why? that would be one way of getting uh, publicity and getting notoriety. For kicking that muppet in. That's a good idea. He doesn't. Yeah. De- no, he's not good. He doesn't deserve it. But I need um, publicity. And I do, you know, I do a podcast, don't you? I do a weekly podcast from my house. How sad is that? For, what, what about what? I play unsigned music from Norwich. Oh well, that's not. And England as well. We play all different unsigned music. So from Norwich and England. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, mainly from Norwich because that's where I live. But that's not. That's. Oh, that reminds me. I was supposed to record some stuff for this guy that does a Kiss podcast, and I forgot to do it. I forgot. Oh, rubbish. Nah, I, they're not rubbish. Shut up. You talking about? Rubbish. Shut your face. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, I want to try and get a couple more people listening. If that's all right. We were actually meant, meant to be talking about roller coasters in a boat race, but never well, mind. I, I, I'll, I'll warn you now, though. This is the dead hour. Uh, and in, you know, we get about sixteen. Well, EastEnders is on, and also it's a Friday night, so. To be honest, no one is listening at the moment at cool. all. At all. Nice one. Yeah. But anyway. yeah, go on, plug plug away. Right, myspace.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. Patsel, which is spelled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. P-A-T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. Well, that that should get you... Yeah, yeah nice one. I'm, I'm up to number 34 at the minute, and I only, I only do them for fun. I don't do them for profit or anything like that. I just do them for a bit of fun. But um, I don't have much feedback. And there is people listening. I've had like, <laughs> I mean, this sounds rubbish compared to your show, probably. But I'm, I'm really pleased because I had 103 people download it in two weeks. Hey, no, that's brilliant, though. You should uh, give, yeah. give, give out the MySpace address again. MySpace.com. Yeah. Forward slash. Yeah. Uh huh. And how, how do you spell that? It's R O. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Z E L T. Excellent stuff. Well, that should hopefully regenerate some more. Um, brilliant. Business. Yeah, what sort of um? Is there any unsigned bands that you like at the moment? Any unsigned bands? I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't seen an unsigned band for about ten years. Oh no, I do. I like Bucky. Have you heard of Bucky? No, where are they from? Oh man, and what's, I'm gonna get the website right because if I give yeah, the wrong website, I get my page up as well, and we, I can tell you the ones that I played on the last podcast just I, to whet your appetite. Hang on a minute, let's go. I so think it's Bucky the band. Hang on, Bucky. <sighs> Bucky are brilliant. There's only two of them. Right. Uh, and the drum, the, the drummer's. Uh, it's kind of like. Sort of short, like minute-long songs. The drummer's only got one hand. Oh. Uh, he play a, did he play guitar? Yeah, no, he plays drums and he uses his, his right arm as the uh, to smash the toms. Oh wow! Uh, I think it's Bucky the Band. Hang on, www.buckytheband.com. Right. Um, yeah, buckytheband.com. Go there. All They're right. fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, some of the last bands that I've played. Uh, Playing Fields, they're a good band. I played them. I, I actually done my, my podcast pod, my podcast this afternoon, even though I've got a bad back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been killed. Um, Get a woman to walk up and down it in high heels. Yeah. Have you heard of a band from Norwich called Cord? No. C-O-R-D? No, I haven't heard. I don't know any new unsigned bands. For I'm a very old man, and once you get old, you don't like experimenting musically. You stick with what you know. Yeah, but you used to be on... That um, one more begins with X and ends with F, F and M M. Uh, yeah, I, I used to be on it, and they sacked me twice. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Never mind. I didn't. I didn't know any of the music though. I used to like X F M when it used to be really good, like when it first started, and it was proper. 
yeah. you know, like hardcore indie music and stuff. But so, um, do you like your new music? Then, or do you just like old stuff? I, I, hey, listen, I kind of dig anything, but um, cool. I don't. I can't be bothered to go trawling around, you know, the venues looking at unsigned bands anymore. Well, I tell you what, listen to my podcast, and you'll get the very best ones on there. Ross, good lad. Thank you very much for that. I feel bad now because he was a nice fella, but never mind. Uh, Cowl. Hello, mate. Hello, Cowell. How you doing? I'm all right. Good, good, good. Question for you. You said this is a dead hour, right? It's kind of connected. Yeah, you talked about the crashness dummies, right? They use real humans. They used to, yes, up until the late 70s. Okay, well, I have a question, right? They're called stiffies, right? Because they're meant to be really stiff. Yeah. So, they don't move like real humans, so... Let's go! Bloody hell. Bless that. I've just sneezed up a lung. They're what? Because they're stiff. Yes, I don't... There, there is a way of making a dead body supple, though. Oh, really? Yeah, what we need is we need an undertaker. We need Habiba or someone to call in and let me know exactly how that works. But, they, yes, uh, isn't there... Can't you pump something into a dead man to make him loose? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's there's something you can do, because otherwise, how would undertakers be able to prepare the bodies? That's a good point, because they're dressing and stuff, don't they? Yeah, they dress them and they move their limbs and stuff like that, so I don't know. If there's anybody out there who uh, handles uh, dead people, 0870... Nine oh nine oh nine seven three. How do you move them around and stuff? Exactly. Another question for you. Yes. You know that guy that was just on this line um, talking really, really fast, yeah? Oh, Dave from Pinner, yes. Hey, man. Uh, you're right. he, he yeah, good. Uh, he should Yeah, well, maybe... Uh, yes, maybe. But okay. I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to pick him up too much. He's a very violent, nasty, nasty man, and, um... Yeah, quite a few nasty people. I remember last week, some girl was talking to you, and I just like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Cal, just the, the music, the, the cleaner likes the music. Oh, that's all right, that's all right. You can do what you want, mate. You always want that, yes. Anyway, sorry, yes, he should, well, what were we talking about? We are talking about nasty people, like that dude today and the other woman last week. Oh. Like, being really nasty to your mum. Yeah, there's a lot of fruit. Ca- hey, Cal, do you know what they use to test roller coasters? Uh, I don't. What is it? Well, uh, we, 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 we're running it as a big no-prize competition. Cheers, man. Have a good weekend. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Uh, we're running it as a big... Yeah, I t- that wasn't me. That was the show earlier. But, yeah, that's that can go away. That was... Jo- uh, um... Just a fella in the afternoon. What's the name of the fella, Cal, in the afternoons on a Friday? Uh, I can't remember his name, but they were comparing him to you today. Really? Oh. Yeah, um... Short fella. He looks, he looks like... What's his name? Um, Bob Mortimer, apparently. He doesn't look anything like Bob Mortimer. He's about half the size of Bob Mortimer. What's well, his that's name? What they were saying on the radio, they were saying like he looks like Bob Mortimer or like um, that dude from Top Gear. What dude from Top Gear? The Hammond. Hammond. Richard Hammond. Yeah. But Richard Hammond's got hair. No, I know. But what they were saying, like people were phoning in saying that they saw his picture on LBC and he looks like no. either Richard Hammond or Bob Mortimer. Like. No, he looks like the bloke from Different Strokes. Anyway. Arnold. Yeah. Uh, so what was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so if anyone knows what they used to test, uh... I've forgotten where I am, Cal, I'm having a breakdown. Roller coasters, mate, roller coasters. Roller coasters, 870, etc, etc, etc. Cal, have we done? Yeah, we'll let you go, have a good weekend. Good lad, thanks, and you take care. There we go, 0870. 
uh, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, I suggest you rewind that bit and you'll actually hear me breaking down. You'll hear my brain just locking, freezing for a few moments as I completely forget what I was to say. Now, we're on to ten. Don't forget, at ten o'clock, uh, Becky and Chris will be on The Psychic Show. Uh, and they're going to have someone who can, uh, well, look at pictures of animals and tell you things about them. I've sent in a picture of my cat. Chris has sent in a picture of his horse. Uh, and you can email in uh, pictures of your animals and a lady will tell you things about them. Uh, email it to Becky and Chris at lbc.co.uk. Travel news now. It's the governor. We all love him. You all love him. Richard Hakia. That's what I like to hear. M25, very slow anti-clockwise from Junction... ...and spluttering away with, uh, my third or fourth cold this year. I'm, I just went to the toilet to blow my nose. Not a showbiz euphemism. I was actually blowing my nose and uh, I couldn't stop. Anyway. Uh, slow things down a bit. Uh, regular listeners to this show will know that, uh, in, in my opinion, Monkey World is in fact the greatest place in the world. Uh, I've been there loads, uh, and I was there a few weeks ago, and it's fantastic. I'm all out of breath now. I was running back from the loo, you see, to make, uh, to make this. It is by far the best place in the world. It's uh, down in Dorset uh, somewhere. Uh, and I was there a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was there with a friend, and we adopted some monkeys. Uh, and I started watching the Monkey Business Show on Animal Planet uh, channel again. Uh, and we were going to try and get Jim Cronin to come in, who's the guy that started Monkey World, and he, he was on the show a couple of years ago, and he, you know, does all this fantastic stuff. Uh, and then I heard the uh, sad news, doesn't do it justice, uh, that he died a couple of weeks ago, and I was in, uh, terribly upset. Uh, and, uh, I don't really know what to say. We got, we got someone from Monkey World. It's Jez Herma. Hello, Jez. Uh, good evening. Hi. Jez, can I... Uh, I don't know what to say, to be honest. Uh, condolences seems a little bit patronising, but, uh, you know, I'm sure... Every, ha, what, what's the atmosphere like at Monkey World now? Um, yeah, people are recovering from the um, initial shock. Yeah. I mean, Jim had been uh, ill only for a very short period of time. He had, in fact, uh, liver cancer, which was diagnosed when he was overseas. And he, he initially wished to keep it quiet. He wanted mm. to come back and tell his own story. But unfortunately, due to said complications and whatever, yeah. um, he didn't get through that. So the, 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 the news was only broken to the staff that he was ill about a week before, in fact, he died. Right. He didn't have any chance to really adjust to that. Um, when the news was broken, uh, and in fact, I had both the news to the staff um, that he had died, I mean, just a shockwave ran through the place. Mm. You know, he, is such, he was such a larger-than-life character. Um, and so fundamental to everything that is Monkey World. Um, well, anyone that's seen uh, Monkey Business, which is on Animal Planet, and I can't remember the channel number, but it's it's uh, it's it's on. You'll, you'll find it. it's on Animal it's Planet. On, yeah, it's around these. Uh, and I, I watched it a, a couple of years ago, and I, to be honest, with the other stuff that's been going on in my life, I kind of drifted away from it. Rediscovered it recently. Uh, took a friend to Monkey World, uh, and he is ju he was just the coolest guy, you know, travelling around the world. Uh, finding monkeys, or b b having reported about monkeys that were in distress, and over a period of years, quite often, saving those monkeys and taking them to Monkey World. Indeed, yeah. I mean, that's what he did. I mean, he made that his life's mission. He started mm. off, you know, with a very, very tiny little um, outfit in, in Dorset, and he's grown it into an international centre. And he is well-renowned for what he does. And mm. His greatest, you know, apart from his passion and his dedication, his greatest sort of uh, attribute was his ability to be able to negotiate and liaise with governments around the world to, to sort through some of the horrendous red tape that exists around these dangerous wild animals, and, which are monkeys and, and primates, and, and to actually get them back to the UK and to put them into groups of their own kind, which was mm. what he was about. The clip I saw, uh, the, the, the bit I saw in, uh, in uh, Monkey Business uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was kind of alluded to, I think, in the, the obituary in The Guardian. Uh, there's a bit where he says, uh, we, we've come to get this monkey, now hopefully the guy will be peaceful. If not, we've got a big team with us, that monkey's coming with us, whatever. D did he get, you know, steam in if he needed to? 
Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a hands-on guy. Mm. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he was never one of these blokes to sit in the background and just do the paperwork or just give directions. I mean, Jim was an absolutely hands-on man. He cut his teeth as a youngster at the Bronx Zoo in New York, where he learned about primates, came to the UK... Uh, as, a, as a very young man, and um, you know, worked for, worked for uh, John Aspinall at Howard Zoo, mm. set up his own own business. And no, he was hands on in every respect. I mean, he's a real hands on guy. It's it's an amazing place because I was. Uh, I, I tell you, why I went to Monkey World this time. I haven't been for about a year and a half, uh, and I was with a friend, and we were in the Cotswolds, and we went to the wildlife park in the Cotswolds, and I was walking around it and looking at the monkeys there, and it just wasn't quite right because the cages weren't very big. Everything just seemed a little bit compact. And I said, do you know what? Let's forget this. Let's drive all the way down to Dorset. It's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Uh, let's go to Monkey World, and you'll see how it's meant to be done. And it is an amazing place, because those guys have got acres to run around in. Yeah, literally, acres. And acres and acres. Uh, and, you know, they, Jim went to incredible lengths to make sure that their, their environment, their habitat, was uh, as like their natural environments as possible. But fundamental to all that, because apes and primates are, you know, primarily social animals, mm. you put them into groups. A, a very difficult thing for him to do, because a lot of these um, animals came to Jim, having been abused most, you know, in the most horrible ways, um, you know, by their previous owners. They were used as beach props. Oh, some of the stuff is hideous about them smoking and being oh, addicts and all this horrible yeah, stuff. Uh, drug addicts and, and, and alcoholics and, and, you know, smoking, all sorts of, you know, had their teeth knocked out with a hammer. I mean, these, the, and some of these animals were basket cases. Mm. And to try to integrate them into groups, and, and often in unbalanced groups of more males than perhaps you'd normally have in the wild. It was an incredibly technical and incredibly difficult thing to do, and Jim led the way, and Jim and his wife Alison um, led the way globally in actually being able to achieve that. And the thing you get from watching, uh, uh, watching the show, and by the way, I was genuinely sad when I read this. I actually had a little tear in my eye, because it, when I was, it was there a few weeks ago, I was, I was with someone who said, Look, well, hopefully we'll, we'll see Jim Cronin, and we'll go up and say hello to him and, you know, and uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, but the, just the, the obvious love that he had for the monkeys and the the way he seems to be able to communicate and when they now i don't know if this is just a trick for the cameras or or if this is real but when they saw him they would kind of you know be all friendly and would treat him differently to other people that they seem oh, to come no, in contact with is that real oh completely that's uh, absolutely genuine wow. i mean you know, it's not a trick for the cameras at all mm. i mean the guy had a real connection with these animals and they had a connection with him um no doubt about it and they would recognize him with a hundred yards you know and they'd see him coming and they'd start you know start to um, display and, and, and hoot and they, they knew him by sight they knew what he was about and they, they knew that he was a guy that basically spent his entire life looking after them and making sure that their protection was guaranteed well you know it's uh, it's very sad and and uh, a, a lot of the listeners have got turned on to monkey world because i've been banging on it about it before and because jim came on the show i think maybe a year and a half a couple of years ago on the phone then, yeah. and chatted about it um uh, what's your role there jez what what, what do you do <laughs> well I have a kind of role on the periphery. I'm sort of in the shadows. I, I do bits and pieces for Jim. I, I work overseas, um, you know, doing investigations for him occasionally. Um, but I first and foremost got involved with Jim when I was serving in the Marines uh, mm. seven years ago um, out in Africa. And uh, I found a baby chimp that had been captured and abused. And I decided to take it under my wing and try to do something with it. But I knew, of course, nothing about these animals. And I actually gave Jim a call at Monkey World. He didn't know me from Adam. Um, I th at first, I think he thought I was a bit of a crank. Um, but after a couple of days, he realized I was genuine. Mm. And then he came fully in behind me. And by satellite telephone, day in, day out, for six months, he helped me nurture this chimp back to, um, back to full health. 
Um, so, you know, an incredible amount of support, and that's how I got involved, and I've stayed involved ever since. Well, you, you, you were on the Monkey Business Show, weren't you? Yes, indeed, I was. Yeah, yeah. there was a, a, a few parts, a few parts of the series <laughs> featured me, yeah. Uh, th- you, you don't know, uh, I, I, you probably don't know all the specific monkeys. You don't know how Gizmo's doing, do you, in Monkey World? Um, Gizmo's doing okay. Um, I don't know all the specific monkeys, um, uh, in detail. That's very much a keeper's yeah. job, and there's 167 Jeez. different primates there at the moment, and, uh, <laughs> I, um, I spend more time, sort of, in the yeah. background doing other bits and pieces. Okay. Um, well, but, because because um, Gizmo's mine, by the way. I've adopted Gizmo. My friend adopted Rodders, who is, uh, is a chimp. So, um, in which case, yeah, I, I think Gizmo's doing fine. Excellent stuff. Well, that's good. Well, listen, what what is happening? Is there? I feel like you know, I want to contribute. I want to do something. What is, is? Is there? Is there a memorial taking place or something? There's going to be a memorial service, which um, his wife, uh, Dr. Alison Cronin, is going to be putting together, yeah. and, and the details of that will be obviously made public in due course. But in the meantime, uh, there is a. Um, a Jim Cronin Memorial Fund, which has been right. set up, and details of that are on the Monkey World website, which is monkeyworld.org. .org, and okay. you can either pay, you know, it's by, by check or by, I think it's one of the, one of the PayPal-type uh, yeah. systems online. And what's that um, money going to go towards? The money will go towards um, a Jim Cronin Memorial, which is probably going to be something like an education centre for educating people and, and school kids about the need uh, for conservation of primates around yeah. the world, a really important subject. Is uh, uh, Monkey World's going to keep going, though, is it? world is going to keep going. Good. In fact, you know, it's very sad, but, uh, you know, Jim literally in his last few days was able to communicate with Alison, and he made her promise <sighs> that she would carry on his work, and of course she's done that. So the future of Monkey World is secure, with Alison at the helm, she'll drive it on forward, and all the other projects which Jim and Alison have got going on around the world, mm. from Taiwan to Thailand uh, to Vietnam, they will continue. And absolutely, I mean, Jim's legacy is, is huge. The, the bricks and mortar and concrete of Monkey World is one thing, but of course his legacy is also changing attitudes, mm. and, and that, that will continue. Without prying too much, uh, this may be a slightly patronising question. Uh, is Alison all right? Um, Alison is devastated. I yeah, mean, of course. An incredibly uh, close team. I mean, husband and wife, obviously. Um, but beyond that, I mean, they worked together day in, day out. I mean, they were never away from each other for more than a few hours. Um, yes, Alison's taken it very hard. Yeah. And at the moment, we're, we're working hard to make sure that her privacy and of course. is respected. Hey, listen, Jez, listen, uh, monkeyworld.org is the website. You can go, you can adopt monkeys on there, and I recommend that you get a lovely picture, you get your new sheets, and then when you go and visit them, you, it's kind of more of a personal interest. There's the, the fund up there as well. Jez, listen, man, seriously, if there's anything we can do in the future or you want to promote anything, give us a call. Uh, and you're more than welcome to come on any time you want. We're big that, fans. That's brilliant. Well, we'll give you an update as things progress. Please do. All right, listen, thanks very much, man. Take care. Thanks a lot. Cheers, bye-bye. Well, there you go. It's, uh, it's really sad. Oh, dear. I got really upset when I read about that. Anyway, monkeyworld.org is the website. I recommend, I think it's to adopt a monkey, it's like 25 quid or something, and it goes towards... I'm all upset by that. It's really sad. The best place in the world. Chris, man, you should come down there one day. I've it's never the, been. It's the best place in the world. It's just monkeys just, like, pissing around and stuff. That's all they do. Just playing. It's fantastic. Can you touch them? You, well, you can't touch them, but a, a one monkey when I was there with a girl once got an erection looking at her, so, you know, it's, it's all there. It is the best place in the world, and if you've not been, uh, it's, it's well worth a day trip. Okay, uh, we'll carry on after we've had some of this. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Okay, uh, we'll, I'll tell you what, we don't do this on this show because we, all we do is dick around, but we'll put a link up to the Monkey World website on, uh, on my page. But it's monkeyworld.org. Uh, and seriously, man, if you're in Dorset or you're around there, I cannot recommend that place uh, enough. It's the best place in the world, full stop. Okay, normal business resumes after the news. 0870 uh, What have we spoken about so far? Uh, well, about how I wanted to give David Schwimmer a kicking, although I don't, I don't encourage it at all, but just the thought crossed my mind. Um, crash test dummies, uh, and uh, well, this is Chris. Chris, what's your question again? 
What do they use t- to test new roller coasters with? It doesn't- you can't even put it into a sentence, okay. What? Well, that was a sentence. R- rubbish sentence. If you're vaguely interested in answering that, 0870 90 90 973. Hey Baz, I tell you what, I went and saw 20 minutes of the new Transformers movie today. That's great. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, I can imagine. It was, but I, t- I thought they they made it into a slight comedy, and I thought there was a little bit too much comedy, but it still looks just incredible. You know what? I'm so happy you're talking about transformers and not monkeys because that didn't half bore me to death. Right? I'll tell okay, you what? Okay. Well, you've been cut off, then, you idiot. Uh, let's go to Richard. Oh, hello there. Hello, Richard. I'll cut that idiot off. What a dickhead! Uh, who's a dickhead? That last caller was. Was he? Yes, I he don't was. know. Okay. I mean, you were singing about the Nolan sisters earlier. I wasn't you know, singing about them. I was singing their song. Okay, ha ha ha. Uh, talk about pedantic. Um, okay, uh, I'm cutting you off as well. Right. What? what <laughs> why has everyone suddenly got the arse on all of a sudden? What's going on here? For goodness' sakes, Patrick. How long are you going to last in the Dragon's Den? <laughs> oh God, are you allowed to swear like that? Uh, yeah, I am when I'm annoyed. Yes. Okay. All right. It's not anyway. swearing. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I was ringing to say, um, and I... That'll cut you off as well. Right, okay, fine. I'm not having this. I'm not having this. Uh, um. 0870 9090973 is the phone number. Nick! Hello, Ian, how are you? I'm not in the best of moods all of a sudden. Oh, what suddenly happened? We've just had three Muppets on the phone. Oh, what, like... Actual Muppets? Yeah, actual Muppets. Oh. So let's see how long you last. I don't know. Listen, I was just wondering. I think I know what they use to test roller coasters. Yes. They would probably use roller coasters. Yeah, it's a very badly worded question, isn't it? (laughs) It's a very badly worded joke, if you ask me. (laughs) Anyway, sorry about that. Right, you've been cut off. Right, I don't want any calls now. I don't want any calls until nine o'clock. Don't put, don't put any calls through till nine o'clock, because I'm not talking to any of these idiots. Don't, don't even put her through. I don't want any calls until after nine o'clock, because I'm in a mood now. I don't quite know what we're going to do. Yeah. Between now and nine o'clock. Have a cup of tea? Yeah, do you know what? A lovely cup of tea would be a treat. You seriously, go make a cup of tea, because I'm not, I'm not taking any calls. I'm not taking any calls until after nine o'clock. Bunch of Muppets phoning up, being rude. I'm not having that. Oh, dear. Oh, I'll do a live read. I can do that. I can string that up for 25 minutes. I've also found a newspaper as well. Oh, brilliant. It's the Daily Taliban. That's what John Gaunt calls the Daily Mirror. The Daily Taliban. Can you believe that? That's, that's, uh, Johnny Holmes's cut. Johnny Holmesy. Johnny Holmesy. Oh, dear. I mean, idiots find out and be rude like that. Do you know what I mean? Not when we're talking about something like that before... No, no, no. We're talking about that before the news. Idiot. Anyway, oh, blimey, how would you like the chance to win uh, one of them PlayStation 3s, like the one I've got at home in a box, I'm not even taking it out of the box yet, that's how cool I am. Well, you can do, because in How Low, we're giving you the chance to win the Sony PlayStation 3. Now, you have until 11.30pm tonight to bid on this brilliant console, but remember, the lowest unique bid wins the auction in How Low. Uh, that's the lowest bid in pence that no one else matches by the auction close. Very simple to enter. You know how to do it. I don't even know why I'm telling you, but you, you do. Oh, Alex, there's a there's a disclaimer from Nigel in my my uh, sound 
box in the top right. So can you get ready to, to fire it off? Yes, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, text the word LBC, followed by your bid in pence to treble eight two one. Don't forget the lowest unique bid at 11.30pm tonight will win the PlayStation 3. Hit the disclaimer! Bidders must be over 16. Bids cost £1.50. Standard network rate applies and you have a limited number of bids. See lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Uh, apparently, it's not, it's not a, a lady that's going to be doing animals tonight on the radio. It's a gentleman that's going to be... Um, I don't quite know what the gentleman's going to be doing or how it works, but he's going to be uh, reading the minds of your animals. So you can send in your pictures to uh, Becky and Chris at lbc.co.uk. And don't forget... Those two guys are doing a live show, for goodness sakes. Uh, on April the 22nd, I think it is? I'm not sure. Let's have a look at the, um... I think there's a few tickets left, isn't there? I believe there are one or two tickets left. Uh, where is it? Uh, the, the, sta- the Stand-Up Psychic Show Live. Sunday, the 22nd of April, at the venue just off Leicester Square, with readings and special guests, it promises to be a night to remember. I'm just clicking here for more information. Um, Elvis Costello, Joe Cocker, and James Morrison. No, that's something different. Oh, that's that is that's that. Oh, that's the LBC. Okay, what? The LBC ticket show shop. They're selling tickets for Lionel Richie's. Four Tops and the Temptations. What? I didn't know we had all that. Anyway, uh, the psychic show. Oh, it's, I'm just clicked on something for more info. Oh, then it takes you to Ticketmaster. Anyway, they're about, they're only £17. So, um, I thoroughly recommend you go and have a look at that. I don't even want to talk to any of these people till after nine o'clock, because that, that guy, the, the, the first guy after the news, was really rude, and I thought unnecessarily so, and everyone else was just an idiot. So, um, what can we do? Ah, uh, oh, I know what we can do. We can all learn how to play bongos, can't we? I got a bongo, I got a bongo. God, it's like pirate radio, isn't it? But much better and stuff, isn't it? I'm going to take one of these calls, and if anyone, if anyone gets on my nerves, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to play records for the rest of the evening. Because I have the power to do that. Let's try this. Uh, yes, Jessica. Yeah, hello, Ian. Hello, Jessica. Um, I was actually listening to that guy a little bit about extending my fingers. Ready to play oh, the bongos, yeah, I'm, t- I'm disappointed it ended there because well, I was hoping we'd have a full bongo lesson. Well, kind of. I mean, I, I tried to say to Chris when he put me through, I didn't want to talk to you anymore, but he put me through so quickly... But you, well, you've been hanging on for five minutes, though. Yeah, you didn't want to talk to me anymore. Well, because I called you about half an hour ago, and then yeah. the the monkey world guy brought me down. Yes, well, it's, you know, it's very sad. Cold, so yeah. I was just going to knock it on the head, but okay. But then the bongo guy came on. You you yeah. can't you can't fight the bongo fever. Yeah, I was listening, sort of, but not really. It don't matter. I wasn't listening. I was talking to Lady Alex behind the glass. Oh well, fair enough. Yeah, we were just swearing. How are you? I'm all right. You're right. Yeah, some people are idiots, though. Okay. I'm thinking of jacking this whole thing in and going oh, and living on a farm. Really? Yeah, I, why do I want to talk to Muppets that are just rude all the time? What's yeah. the point in that? Where, where is, where is the, the spiritual satisfaction for me, Jessica, in talking to people that are rude, insensitive and stupid? But they're 
and eventually, I mean, that thing about the farm, I sometimes think that as well. I think, should I go and live on a farm yeah. where no one can bother me? Yeah. And I can just have solitude yeah. and, and deep thought. But then you are going to get bored of that quite quickly. Or maybe I should just go and work on Smooth FM or something and just play records all the time and oh. just do nothing and just sit in a, in a world where you're isolated by easy listening music. I hate to hear you so despondent. Do you think I am despondent. Is it a Friday feeling, or...? I am dis... No, it's not. It's, I'm, a cup of tea's going to make me feel a little bit better, oh, actually, right, which is turning up there. But I am despondent. Oh. I, you just think, well, I get, I, do you know what? I get sick of getting rude emails. Yeah. Uh, sick of getting stupid idiots phoning me up. I'm just... I've had enough, to be oh. honest. I've actually... Chris, I've yes. actually had enough. And this isn't me doing a stupid James Whale faux rant. I've genuinely had enough of this rubbish. Drink that, then. Thank you. Well, I'll, I'll leave it to, to the rest of your callers, then. Okay, well, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I've got a bongo, you got a bongo, i got a bongo, too. Becky just set a dog on me downstairs. Really? Yeah. Give it a kick in. <laughs> Give it a kick. Y- you're not allowed to. Well, you're not allowed to set a dog on you. When you say she set a dog on you, did she say kill? Um, no. Go, go get him. Go get him. And did the dog go get you? It looked at me, I- eyed me up, and then decided against it. Yeah. Because he knew I would win. Yeah, her, her dog is about an inch tall, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, good, okay. It, d- it used to do poos in the studio. I'm surprised that it's been allowed back. He did a dump in the studio once. Seriously. Really? Yeah, honestly. I heard it was on air. I think, um... You heard it? Yeah, someone was filling in... Was it loud? Someone was, uh, filling in for Caroline Faraday. Maybe Jim Davis or that other dude that fills in sometimes. Yeah, and uh, she came in to do a little trail for the show, and the dog did a uh, did a whoopsie. Oh, on um, uh, d- disgusting! I don't take any more calls till after nine o'clock. Now I was, you know, we'll start we'll start again at nine o'clock. Uh, so for the next fifteen minutes, as the producer of the show, you have to decide uh, what the content's going to be because I don't. Um, well, oh. I've got the sun in front of me, so give oh. me a few minutes, and I've got the Daily Mirror. Oh, wicked! Okay, well, I'll tell you what. After the travel. We'll do a paper review, shall we? And we'll talk about what's going on in the world uh, right. and, and, and stuff like that. You, all right, all right. Don't you, don't you start getting stroppy as well, mate? For God's sake, just play the sting. Travel news, Richard Aker. Thank you very much. I've just had a call from Les on the jam line regarding. I don't know what these people are calling in for. No one's getting on until after nine o'clock now. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve to come on until after nine o'clock because one or two of you uh, do not know how to behave and have really annoyed me. So you're not coming on until after nine o'clock. So what are we going to do for the next 12 minutes? Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you what we're going to do. Chris and I uh, are going to do a paper review. Uh, we're gonna, and the way we're going to do it is we're going to alternate stories. Uh, so, Chris, you go first. What? You go, for, you oh, go first. Oh. Well, I haven't really got a story... Okay, yeah. But don't you just love it when the papers, like, get a picture of a famous person oh, yeah. or a celebrity and th- they compare it to an animal? So we've got a picture of John Prescott here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looks like a fat pig. No, they've got a frog. Okay, brilliant, yeah. I, okay. And they look identical. Brilliant. Don't you uh, just love that? I, I, I love that. I love that. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, didn't have a story, but... No, no, but neither, neither do the guests on Nick Ferris's show. I, have you heard that? When they, they have, like, someone in doing the paper review. It's just people going, well, Nick, I saw in the paper that, uh, 
Hugh Grant's walking along the street with a boy. Oh, right, OK. Oh. Here's your call. We'll play the bingo. Anyway, this is a story. This'll make you chuckle. Yes. A man who stopped having sex... I've got to sneeze. <laughs> look yeah. at the light, look at the light. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you. A ma- life's expectancy. Yes. A man who stopped having sex with his wife 17 years ago and went veggie so he can live forever was divorced in China. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. No. It doesn't even make sense. It's one sentence. That story is one sentence long. But is that all? One sentence. And it doesn't even make sense. Chris, your turn now. Oh. Um. A smuggler was arrested with nine rare parrots oh, after an here. airport customs officer you in Russia joking, joking, not- really? noticed her coat moving. You're joking. No, honestly, it's in the paper. Yeah, that, you're having a laugh. Seriously. No, it's right, right here. Hang on. It's, <laughs> oh, that's what a parrot sounds like, like we're on radio. It's, it's page 12. I haven't got that paper. Oh. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's in there. Okay, it's, okay. I haven't got that paper. Oh. All right, okay. Okay, a girl of... F- there we go. Oh, yeah. A girl of 14 appeared in court yesterday charged with murdering... No, it's not a good one. Oh. Not, not, sorry, no, no. sorry. That wasn't, that, that wasn't... That doesn't count either. You've got to find another one. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, Dean Gaffney gave out his... Dean Gaffney copied Vinny's, um, thing and gave out his mobile phone number. Copycat. Copycat. Shall we call it? I, I, it finished at 2.30, but should we give it a call? Yeah, do it. Um... Oh, this is in the paper. This is Dean Gaffney's phone number. Oh seven nine three five. It's probably just going to be at home nine now. Nine three nine Doing it with a beautiful model. Welcome to the O2 messaging yeah. service. The person you are calling is an ugly munter. Yeah, I'll kill Yeah. Well, that's my story. Okay, um... Idiot. Oh, Mr Bean's Holiday. <laughs> right, <laughs> that looks like a load of old rubbish. He's in cinemas everywhere now. That's an advert, Chris. That's not a story. You're reading oh, an advert. All right. Um, all right. All right. I got one. Fed up lollipop ladies, right, are to hide cameras in their hats to film dangerous drivers. I wasn't listening. I was talking about Russell Brand. Go on. Oh. So, do it again. Fed up lollipop ladies yeah. are to hide cameras in their hats to film dangerous drivers. They're only lollipop ladies. They have no authority. They can't arrest you. Yeah, but. The cameras aren't anything to do with the lollipop ladies. Do you remember what the black strip is for and the, the, the stick? Do you remember we did this on the show? Yeah, it's to write stuff on with chalk. It's right down the number plates of cars that have, um... And all lollipop ladies have a bit of chalk in their pocket. But what if it's raining, right? Well... It's gonna rub off, innit? Lollipop lady's gonna rub off? Yeah. No, the, the chalk's oh, the gonna chalk rub- is... I don't... The thing is, most lollipop ladies now... For health and safety. Yeah. Uh, not because they're lazy, just because they're lazy. They, they work on, uh, either zebra crossings or traffic lights. Well, what's the point of that? Because traffic lights, you just wait for them to turn red anyway. So they wait for them to turn red, then they step out. I tell you what. That's the easiest gig in the world. I was driving through Highgate today, this morning, and I noticed that along the street I was driving were, uh, about a hundred kids, about six, seven years old, Walking hand in hand, like they do, yeah. being led by the teacher. A hundred kids being led by the teachers, and they obviously crossed, they had to cross a couple of roads. They had to cross the road I needed to turn around. So I'm at a, a, a roundabout, going onto a street that's got a zebra crossing, and they crossed the road. And I thought, well, what they're going to do is, <clears throat> ostensibly, 
to not cause so much traffic jam because traffic was building up. Yeah. Uh, the teachers were like twenty kids across. Stop. Let let, pe- let people drive. Then twenty <sighs> quids. Of course. They put the whole 100 kids across in one go. What? So, so I'm, so there's a double decker, or there's a single decker bus has tried to turn around this roundabout to go to the zebra crossing. It's had to stop, which means it's blocked all the oncoming traffic. So I was, I'm stuck, everyone's stuck for 100 kids. And do you know where they were going? Zoo? Church. What? Exactly. What's the point of that? Oh. Idiots. Mm. Okay, that was, that was, that was good. That was me. It was a good, it was a good one. Um, <clears throat> was it me or was it you? What uh, did you start with? Oh, it was my lollipop. It's oh, you now. Sod it. Go All right. Go, okay. Go ahead. Okay. 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 You can run out of pages. Oh. You're listening to the paper review on LBC. 37.3. There's a programme on Sky One tonight called Crash Test Dummies. What? Comedians Steve Marsh and Dan Wright, never heard of them, cause chaos as they attempt to destroy the indestructible. Oh. And it wasn't an advert, so uh, you'll go. A couple have split up after 60 years of marriage because of a row about... Dusting. Yeah! Yeah, I read it. Oh. Dear Dr. Miriam, why do I prefer pleasuring myself to full sex? It's cause it... Mm, you probably can't... No. Probably can't read that out. Probably not. Okay. Well, what we'll do is we'll take a break. This is... Actually, this is going really well. I'm... I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it as well. Now, whether the listener is or not, I don't know. But this is their punishment. Let's... Let's hit them ads. Business people are always on the look... So, Dumb O'Leary got the X Factor gig, then. Oh, did he? Yeah, and I sent in a tape and everything. Oh. I sent a nice letter. I sent a letter and a video, put it in an envelope, put some, um, like, glitter and s- stars in there, so then when it opened up, Simon Cowell would open it up, they would, yeah. like, it would look It would good. stand out. I put, I put a tiny, tiny explosive in there, just enough to, you know, blow off the end of a finger. Yeah. And, you know, that's all. Uh, and uh, I didn't get the charge. He said, get this, they're going to press charges against me. Idiots. Idiots. It blooming idiots. Oh. And Bono's been knighted. You can't be knighted for music. You can't be knighted for U2's music. It's rubbish. Oh. Apart from that one, it's a beautiful day! Oh, I, that's the worst one. I see, I see, what's the best one, then? What's the best U2 oh, song? Um... I'm not asking you, I'm asking Alex. Oh. Um, I will follow. What? Oh. So, I got, uh, I got the radio magazine here. Oh, oh, fantastic. Go on, there we go, because cause this, this news is boring. With radio news, radio news. Um, ten years ago... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, I can make this sound really professional. Hang on a second, stay there, stay there. Um, um, don't move. Here we go, okay. And now it's time... Hang on a minute, I've sort of do this. Why isn't that doing it? Uh, and now it's time for radio news. <laughs> nice. Look at that, this is yeah. cool. Um, ten years ago, BBC Transmitter Network sold... The BBC has successfully completed the sale of its own service transmission network to Castle Transmission Services, a consortium led by Castle Power Corporation, CTC. Well, thanks for that, Alex. It's a real right, insight into the world of radio news. Yes, excellent. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Chris, your last story for oh, the okay. day, please, before we go. Um, muggers... <laughs> 
Muggers have three times stolen 71-year-olds... <laughs> is this a funny story, or what? Martha Reed's bag. Not realising she had been using it to scoop up her dog's poo in Margate, Kent. <laughs> What's she doing putting dog poo in a bag? You, you, you can't just, ha like, hold it in your hand. They have those special bins, don't they, for, for dog muck? The red, the little red bins? Yeah. But what's the difference? Why not just put it in a normal bin? And who clean? Imagine that you're so low down the, the cleaning the bin scale. You're the one that cleans the dog muck bins. That's your job is to clean dog muck bins. Ooh. What's your job? I clean bins. Oh, that's that's oh that's good. Yeah. Whereabouts? Parks. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, well, must find some interesting rubbish now. It's, yeah. uh, it's all dog muck. And, um, Heather Mills, uh, has only got one leg. That's in a lot oh, of the newspapers yeah. today. That's, well, that's, there we go. That's that, in mine. That seemed, it's in mine. That seemed to work well, didn't it? That was a lot of fun. That was the, uh, Friday night's uh, paper review. Yes. Okay. We're going to start taking calls, um, uh, after the news. Just don't, don't, you know, let's all just try and be nice and friendly, shall we? Because, uh, I don't want people phoning up and being rude about stuff. Anyway, 0870. Uh, 9090973. We have uh, a blog already, so there's no need for you to send in any blogs. Um, I was going to say something then. Hey, that Transformers film looks good, doesn't it? Eh? Oh, it looks well wicked. It looks wicked. It was a really weird thing going to a 30. Well, it's about 20 minutes long, the screening. There's lots of weirdos. Nice bloke from Choice FM, the newsreader. He's a nice lad and his mate. Bunking off. Bunking off. Rubbish food. Oh. Yeah. Rubbish. We, you went out of Mackey D's. Yeah, now. Well, I've got a banana in my bag. Anyway, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll resume uh, normal business as per normal. 0870 We'll take some of your calls, uh, but I'm tempted not to take any. We'll take a few. After the latest LBC 97.3 News, thank you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three here till ten o'clock. Uh, then it's the psychics with uh, an animal psychic reader. I don't know what his, his correct definition is. I don't want to offend the fella, in case he melts my mind, like in that film Scanners. <laughs> it's good film Scanners, isn't it? I think Scanners Two is all right as well, actually. Anyway, um, you can send in your pictures of your pets, and this dude will tell you stuff about it, isn't it? Um, 0870 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Philip! Good evening, Ian. Wasn't that interesting, that paper review? It, did you enjoy it? I did, actually. I've got a paper in front of me, Ian. Oh, yeah. We carry on with it. Yeah. I've got a paper from 1980. The olden days? Yeah, from, it's the last issue, Ian, of the evening news. Oh, that's... Uh, I don't remember that. Ah, uh, yeah, well, it sort of merged with the Evening Standard. OK. And there's one or two stories. Also, it's got the TV page. Yeah. And it's also got what was on LBC that night. Oh, go on, was I on there? Well, no, no, no. no. It's, it's, it must have been a strange line-up. 12 o'clock midday, LBC reports. What? They used to do and news then at 8 o'clock at night, after 8, 9 o'clock was Nightline. Oh, was that, that Robbie Vint? Who was that? That was... Well, doesn't so much have been Clive. No, it, well, I don't think it was. Was it, um, uh, it wasn't Adrian Love. It was, um, who would that have been? Was some, some famer or no? Yeah. LBC after midnight. Yeah. Night extra at one o'clock in the morning. All right, hang on, hang on, uh, one second. I'm just going to take, I'm just going to try something here, Philip. This may or may not right. work. 
Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Tony. No, you've got the wrong number. Oh. Tony. Yeah, no, Tony's not here. Hello, Hello. Tony. Yeah, he's, 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 he's not here. Thank you, Tony. Hello, Tony. Yes. Goodbye. Oh. Hello, t- Tony. Yes. Sorry, Philip. I, right. I do apologise. Uh, and then there was a London interview at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, God blimey. So, a really exciting line-up. Well, they got... I st- didn't know. When did I... T- when did Channel 4 start? Because there's only three channels. Channel 4 started... Uh, but didn't it just celebrate... Uh, 80... Did it celebrate its 25th birthday recently? I believe it did. So um, that was be 83 then? Yeah. 80, 82, probably. Because it's got a BBC One, Two, and ITV. I was still living in the house in, in Slough, and I moved out of there when I was 11. Yeah. So it would have been probably about 82, 83. Oh, right. Yeah. Because some of the programmes, I mean, Battlestar Galactica was on. I can hear the news in my ears. The news? There we go. His little fader was up, that's all. Huh. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, the yeah, original. The original yes. one with Long Green. Yeah. Uh, Benny Hill. Minder. Oh, Minder. And a programme I used to like. Do you remember Lou Grant? Uh, short, fat, bald fella. Yeah, about a newspaper. I don't really... I, I, I remember... I'm aware of it, but I never used to it watch it. It was a good it. series, that. I was seven at the time. Yeah, Calamity James. Oh, I'll tell you, a good programme on BBC Two that night. Yes, Philip. Great Railway Journeys of the World. Oh, it was the Ludovic Kennedy one, where he went from New York... Yeah. Hang, to... Sorry, sorry, Philip, hang on one second. Sorry, I'm just going to... Okay. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Okay. There we go, you see. We've missed that, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy that, Alex? Yeah, good lad. Very nice. Lovely. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. What was on the other radio stations? On the other radio stations, well, on Capital, it was Graham Dean, and great Roger Scott. Graham Dean. Roger uh, Scott, I used to know, I used to know, I, I've met Roger Scott. You told me, I meant to ask you, what was the, how did you come to meet him, Because I, I used to, when I was about, uh, I can't remember exactly when, uh, I was living, I was about 14, 15, and I used to do Kung Fu. Yeah. 13, 13, 14. And I became friends with this guy whose name I think was Graham. I could be wrong. Uh, and he was Roger Scott's da- uh, son. And I didn't have a clue who Roger Scott was yeah. at all. But I used to go around his house, and Roger Scott once told me off for, uh, in his words, uh, buggering the wheel on Graham's bike. I think his oh, name right. was Graham. Uh, and I wish I'd know I'd been more aware, because I remember he had on the wall in his house all these framed, signed Beach Boys albums. Yeah. And it wasn't until much later I realised he was really close with the Beach Boys he and was. knew them really Actually, well. Actually, I had a programme in, um, uh, some, some years ago where he told about his life, because he started in the Merchant Navy. Right. And that's how he came to hear all these radio stations, because he said he was passing uh, quite close to Hawaii. Yeah. And he heard this station, he corresponded with the guy who ran the station. Yeah. And then he went over to Canada, he was involved with the Beatles, um, when he worked up in, uh, Boston. He was always a bit grumpy with me, you know, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, he, as a broadcaster, he came over on the air, he came over as a, he was really listenable. I'm, I'm sure, and you know, I wish I'd been more, I wasn't really radio literate in those yeah. days, and I wish I had have been, because I would like to have heard him. A little bit grumpy. I remember he had a gorgeous, uh, wife. It was oh, like, right. it was like his second wife. Yeah. And she, I remember once... This is terrible, isn't it? I remember once uh, I, I sort of burst into the living room and she was in like a leotard oh, watching, right. watching a Jane Fonda video. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I was 13. God, he, that kept he me He used to do a show, Ian, on a Friday night. Yes. From the, which he used to play rock and roll. Oh, right. And one week he had Bill Haley on. Oh, yeah. And he said, if you want to talk to Bill, write in and ask the questions. Yeah. He said, and we'll phone you. Yeah. Now, I was lucky enough to get chosen to have a word with Bill Haley. You spoke to Bill Haley? I did, yes. Wow. Really interesting guy, great guy. And uh, he's telling about how he started yeah. and when we made the films. 
And he was, as I say, it was, uh, it was, it was fascinating. Oh, you, don't, you don't get that nonsense nowadays, I'm afraid. Um, in, from 1980, you ever heard a group called the Jefferson <laughs> Starship? Oh, Jefferson Starship, they used to be, um... Uh, was that Grace Slick? They, well, they used to be Jefferson Airplane. Yes. And then they became Starship, and Starship did, We built this city, yes. uh, But I don't know, I, th- I think Grace Slick, we, we, she would have been dead by then. Well, actually, she? I've got a video of a, of a programme of all the oldies getting back together. Yeah. And she's actually on it. Is They've she got still the around? Yeah. on it, they got, uh... Uh, Martha, Martha Reeves. When it's the Hollies getting back together, has it got Graham Nash in it? Yeah, on this one, yeah, they got, they got the whole lot, they got, oh. um, Graham Nash introduces it and then the others come on. Oh, so I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a fascinating, what the bit I like on this particular thing, they've got yes. Darlene Love. Yeah. They've got Ronnie from the, um, Ronnie and the, you know, Ronnie Spector. Phil, Phil Spector's wife, of course, yes. Yeah, and I forget who the other one is, and they come on and guess who they sing with? Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. And they do uh, their own interpretation of Big Girls Don't Cry. Oh, blimey. Or is it Big, yeah, Big, big Girls, isn't it, yeah. Uh, wh- and, what? You know, uh, what? I'll tell you who the host is. Go on. Of this particular Dick, video. Dick Clark. Howard Hessman. Who? Howard Hessman, who was the star of a programme, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. WKRP in Cincinnati. WKRP in Dr. Cincinnati. I only remember the theme tune. Oh, do you yeah. remember, okay, here's a programme, here's a programme. Uh, do you remember, um, Kit Curran, King of the Airwaves? Yeah, I do. There we go, you see. And oh, it was about a guy, it was... Who was the, who was the guy? He's, he was a famous actor. He was, he's got a mole on his face, hasn't he? Yeah. Kit Curran, King of the Airwaves. It was a rubbish sort of British sitcom yeah, about this that's right. DJ. Was, uh, yeah, he, uh, they had a, yeah, it was a very, very good, I forget who wrote, Andy, somebody wrote it. Do you remember, and do you remember starring, uh, Nigel Planer... Uh, a, a thing called Roll Over Beethoven. Yes, I do, yes. Oh, I do remember that. No, oh, I can't I remember I think I did have the theme for that. I don't know if I've still got it. Oh. Philip, listen, I, I, I better move on, because there's another Philip waiting to... OK, to all the best. Cheers, fella. Bye-bye. Uh, before we do that, let's just quickly go to line eight. Line, uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yes? Your man friend, would you like a chicken? Okie dokie. Well done. It's good to have you back. Philip! Hello. Hello, Philip. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's all right, actually. It's it's all right. It's it forty-eight minutes away from the weekend. From forty-eight minutes away from going home, going to bed because I've got a man coming around at seven thirty in the morning to put a doorbell on. Okay. Yeah. My fridge is broken. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I was trying to defrost it quickly, and I with a drill. What? <laughs> Not with a drill. You're making that up. <laughs> I wish I was. With a drill? Yeah, well, I was just going to drill all the ice off. Um, what, l- let me guess, you drilled a hole in it? Uh, yes. Hang on one second, sorry, because I'll take this call. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Would Philip like a chicken? Philip, would you yeah. like a chicken? I'd love one. Chicken! Okay, thank you. Sorry, Philip, carry on. Um, it started sort of hissing, and the, I think the, it's got Freon in it or something, and I think all that came out. It's got poisonous gases in it. Yeah, we opened a window. Oh, well, oh, that'll be all right then. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be all right then. You should, you, you won't die now, Philip. Yeah. What the hell were you thinking? I, I wasn't really. No, you weren't, were you? Well, this... what what can we do to help you, Philip? I don't really know. Just wanted to tell someone. Yeah. Me and you have got a couple of things in common as well. I, I listen quite a lot, but I've never called in before. Okay. What now? Now I'm worried. What two two big things? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What, okay, what, what big things have we got in common? Xbox and, uh, rectal bleeding. 
Oh, yes, it did. And that, st- that started up again recently. Has it? Yeah, it, it, it was fine for a while, and it's, it's, I've started anally bleeding again. Oh, God. And I went to the doctors about six months ago and said, can you put me a, ho- a hospital appointment? Of course you will. It'll take, about th- take about three months to get through. And it has never got back. So I need to go back to the doctors and say, listen, my bum is red. Get me into hospital. So a man can, can open my a- anal passage... Uh, put a, uh, a tie a rubber band around something that's up there, and then snip it off and inject it. You, is it definitely piles then? Yes, it is. Uh, well, uh, mine is. You should get yours tested because it could be wow. something. It could be uh, the big, the big one. Yeah. Uh, that's why I had my. Uh, that's why I had a camera inserted sixteen centimeters inside me to make sure that it wasn't, uh, you know, bowel cancer. Right. Yes. Thing, I don't think it's that. Um, no, no. Uh, and, and it's probably not worth checking out, is it? Go and have it checked out, man. Seriously. Did you not feel a bit funny in the doctor's, though? Of course I felt ridiculous. A guy shoved a camera up me, Jacksey. God, I was felt incredible. But I felt an amazing sense of relief when he said it's just piles. Did you try and use comedy to... No, to I just sat better. there. Oh, I didn't. I laid there and I went, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. And that's all I did for the ten minutes. But it's not that bad. And, you know, I, I, I went because I thought I had cancer. Uh, and uh, it turned out it wasn't. And the relief is incredible. Well, I don't think I've got cancer. Well, you might have. Yeah, but if I don't think I have, and then I don't have it checked out. Okay, then when you when it turns out you do, you <laughs> die slowly and painfully. Yeah. I don't want to scare you, Philip. I'm, I'm going to move on <laughs> because this is a little bit too much bum talk. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's always worth getting those things checked out. It, 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 God, I'm giving medical advice now. This is insane. We've had a guest. I'm giving medical advice. We had a paper review. This is what a proper show should sound like. And this is what a proper travel report should sound like. Give it to us, Hake. Thanks, Eddie, for your call on the M1 going up to... Oh, I've been sent a link for the Lips Masterclass. I don't quite know what that is. Then it doesn't do anything. Oh, dear. OK, 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, let's go to Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello, Ian. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you, Andy. What can well, I do the, for you? The show hasn't been that good, has it, with all these nutters phoning we've, in. We've had a lot of rude people, Upsetting yes. Upsetting you on that, yeah. Yes, there's no need for that. Never mind. Um, yeah, oh, uh, no. Ian, what uh, I was going to ask you was... Uh, do you not normally play music on your show because people phone in? We don't normally play music on the show because people phone in, that is correct. Oh, hang on one second, Andy. Could you just stay there? I just need to take something. Line five, you're on the wireless. I'm going to let you have one more. Good lad. It's been a while. We've missed you. I've missed you too, good, sweetheart. Good boy, go on, give it to us. Chuck and a chuck! Chuck Oh, it's good, it's good. What a nice man. Anyway, Andy, yes, you heavy breather. Yeah, Ian, so, um, is that why I couldn't get my Pet Shop Boy song? That's why I couldn't play a Pet Shop Boy song yeah. for you. But on Fridays, we're allowed to play songs, so... Okay. Do you want to request something? Yeah, same one again. It's a sin from the Pet Shop Boys. Okay, you, uh, it, yeah. are you going to announce it for us? Yes, I will. Away you go. Oh, hang on a second, I need to get it queued up. I've got the wrong thing queued up. Okay, this fella's been calling all week. We've been having a little bit of fun. But, uh, okay, you introduce it, and away we go. All right, then. Uh, this is LBC uh, introducing It's a Sin from the Pet Shop Boys. One, three, two, three. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea. 
Won't you let them get you up against the wall? Cause I'll be there to catch you and I won't let you fall. They all desert you And you start to bend Then you know I won't let them hurt you And I don't pretend Don't call if you got nothing to say Don't call me if you just want to play But call me I'll stay You can count on me You can count on Yes, Joe. Hello there, Mr. Lee. How are you today? Oh, it's Joe. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't been able to call you lately, but uh, yes. I've been uh, busy. Been busy making money, Joe? Yes. Uh, and that is what I've come to call you about. Yes. Do you remember uh, that you had uh, that payment scheme that fell down and you owed £95,000? Well, I don't remember saying that I would definitely take part in it. But don't worry. What I have done, I've done something called creative accounting. Creative accounting? That sounds yes. good, yeah. So now you don't... Not all the money, but now the money has been made into profit. Okay. Because, uh, have you ever heard of a company uh, in America called Enron? Oh, yes, Enron. They were very big, weren't they? Yes. And they had a, they, they use creative accounting, you yes, see. Yes, So I can promise you uh, 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 more uh, money, more, a bigger profit. Okay. What do I have to do? Uh, I just have to give me your banking details. Uh, I, now, again, that's where it kind of falls down for me, Joe. Yes, but I, I'm your business manager, remember? Well, I didn't actually appoint you as such. Well, you know, I, you don't have to appoint me. You know, I do this and, and, you know, make the profit and then we can make the monies together. Oh, okay. Joe, can I think about it for a week or two or seven? I'll call you on Monday, okay? Okay, thank you, Joe. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Trixie. Hi. Hello. I'd love to make some money. Hi, um... Well, how, well, how, how desperate are you to make some money? Oh, well... You know, isn't everybody desperate to make a little bit of money in this day and age? Well, what would you? What are you prepared to do? Um, not very much at the moment. Okay. I will give you. I'll give you some some um, embalming tips. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs> All right. I've uh, I've dug out. Um, I've, I've looked on the and lots. There are lots of embalming sites. Here we are. Are there? Um, <laughs> they, they 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 call um, bodies in the embalming trade mm. cases. Yeah. And I shall read this out, and I shall put a voice on, all right? So okay, what I'm going to do, because this could, some people could yeah. say this is a little dull. I'm going to play some music in the background. Oh, that's where you'll fade me up and down. No, I, I won't, no, I'm not going to fade you up and down. I won't fade you up and down. I'm going to be completely, um... <laughs> how long do you think it will take? What, uh, oh, no, I'm just going to read a sentence. Okay, out. here we I, go. I, you, you were talking about this car and the test dump, yeah. uh, the, cash, the crash dummies. Yes, okay, here we go. This is, here we go. Okay. Tired of having cases slide and slip? 
hands that won't stay in position because they slide off the tummy? How about when trying to roll a case after the skin has slipped off and all that is left is the very slippery, subcutaneous Is that it? Well, that was just one bit. Um, I, I, as far as I know, when um, somebody, if somebody dies quickly and in terror, then um, rigor mortis sets in immediately. Rigor right. mortis sets in after a while, but then it goes. That's as far as I know. It goes? As far as I know. I wouldn't like to swear to that. How does it go, though? That can't be, tr- that it, can't it, be it right. Just, the body relaxes it. You, the body goes... If anyone's just tuned in, by the way, we're not being morbid. We were talking no, about no. that uh, up until the late 70s, early 80s, as well as crash test dummies uh, to test uh, crashes in vehicles, mm. uh, they would also use cadavers. Yeah, they sometimes use pigs. Uh, yeah, cadavers and animals, yes, I read yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not to freak people out. And they're, It they're freaked me out when I found out. People who've actually donated their bodies. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I, I suppose if if I donated it to s- medical science, would it that, have that gone? That would be brilliant because I mean you're so tall. And they could test, you know, the different sizes of cars. You know, they'd see yeah. exactly what would happen to, to a tall man in the mini. Tall man, you yeah. know, you'd probably well, it'd be interesting. I'm Quite not fascinating. I'm not going to do that. Your that must legs be, go. That must be horrific, though. I, it, it is. I've, I've I have to confess, I've I have seen. Uh, photographs and and films of crash sites. Do you know what? There must be. Um, I'm gonna, uh, this is this is morbid. It it, it is morbid. But I, I'm, it's I fascinating. I'm interested in um, embalming and things like that. Why are you an undertaker? No, no, I'm not. Ironically, I'm. I'm nothing. I've, my my life has gone nowhere near that. I've done radio and acting. However, you know, it's it's not a dark side. It's a genuine interest in biology. Mm. Yeah. And um, I always wanted to be a doctor, so it's a sort of a, an extension from that. You know, you watch CSI, so you know, I, I just read up about these things as interest, not uh, as oh, this is this is really you know fascinating and stuff. And oh, wow! Um, so um, I'm having a look on YouTube to see if there's any footage. They wouldn't put footage. Of no, that it on wouldn't there. be on YouTube. It would be you'd have to look on Live Leak and probably Ogreish or something. Oh God! I shouldn't have said those. Are they like horrible sites? Well, they, they, they are, yeah, you have to sort Ooh, are of... You, you're, not, you're not a pervert, are you? I'm not... You're not a pervert. No, I'm okay. actually... No, I'm literally not a pervert. You're literally I'm not a pervert. Literally not a pervert, though. Yes. No, uh, I, I don't like horror movies. Not that much. I mean, I, I enjoy them for the, the fun value, but, yeah. you know, the gore, etc., doesn't do anything. Mm. And so this is just sort of life. It's an extension of biology, what oh. doctors do. <clears throat> Somebody's got to deal with the body after after death. Yes. And you know, curiosity. Um, a friend's daughter, my sort of um, uh, honorary niece, she's engaged to uh, a young man who is going to be a, a mortician and an embalmer. Wow. So I thought, wow. So I read up about um, uh, embalming, just a, a site. You know, you you go, you have to go onto the death sites, and of course, you, you ignore all the sort of, uh, wow, you know, this is amazing, you know, blood, horror, gore. You just look at it from a doctor's perspective, a mortician's perspective, yes, and it, it is actually quite fascinating. Trixie, listen, thank you very much. That's I've got to move on. Bye. Have a lovely, uh, lovely evening. Oh, eight seven oh. She was creepy. I got rid of her because she was oh, into dead bodies. Oh, eight seven oh. Nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we're not just talking about uh, using corpses as uh, crash test dummies. There are other things we're discussing, including no one's guessed yet what Chris thinks they use to test w- whether roller coasters are safe or not. Can you? T- 
It's nearly home time. I'm really hungry. I've got a boxed PlayStation 3 at home, and, um... Do you know I've got to be up at half past seven in the morning, though, so I can't really, um... Stay up and have a session. Never mind. I'm thinking out loud. I shouldn't be boring you with this, should I? 0870-9090-973. Speak to Gloria in Enfield after the latest news. Okay, it's Gloria. Yes, Ian, it's me. Hello, Gloria. Hello, Ian. How are you? First, you remember I phoned you sometime in November. I've got a cold. I came back. In I, this country, I never called. I, I told you I was going to Jamaica I, for four months. You remember? No. Oh, come on. I don't remember. You called in November. Yes. I don't remember you. Okay, I remember you. Well, that, yes, well, <laughs> you called me, so <laughs> I hope you would. Yes. I don't remember you. Yeah, I remember you I, I've had a few calls since then. Yes, I know. I don't, and, Gloria, I don't remember what I did listen, yesterday. You were, you, while I was in Jamaica, you were moving from your day slot. Yes, into, I, and You were going to have a party. Did you have the party? We had the party, and lots of listeners came in and hung out, and there was did a bit Lynn of... Lynn came? Lynn came. Oh, God. Was yeah. Bob there? Bob wasn't there. Oh, no. There, there was a... The, some other people came. Barry turned up. Uh, there was a, yeah. a fight, because his son, uh, Dave, turned up. Oh. Verinda was here. Graham was here. Uh, Yasser, all all wonderful, wonderful people. I'm sure. And is Lynn slim or fat? Well, the woman that that c- came and said she was Lynn yeah. was quite slim. There is some doubt as to whether it was actually her. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. Listen, Ian, I, w- I went for four months. Hasn't met me once. Doesn't call me anymore. I spent Christmas in Jamaica. Oh, okay. It was hot and lovely. Hot and lovely. I had. Under- I spent Christmas in Slough. Oh, you were cold then. I, I got to defrost the turkey. I had to buy halal chicken on yeah. Christmas Day. And, Ian, there yes. is a hotel <laughs> in Jamaica, Negril. In Negril. Have you ever been to Jamaica? Uh, no. Well, you must go there. Okay, I don't... The name of the hotel is Swept Away. Swept Away? Yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. In Negril. In Negril. And I tell you, when you get out to that entrance, you're swept away until you're left. It's so nice. What? what? It is so nice. Okay. It's seven miles of white sand. Yeah. You're on. Seven yeah. miles. Is it lots of tourists? Lots and lots of tourists. Well, that sounds rubbish then. Oh, no, don't say that. Is there anywhere left in the world where there's not many tourists? No, well, you see, the tourists are exploring everywhere now, and it's so lovely, and yeah. you must try get there. Okay. Get to Negril. N- okay. And look it up, and I phoned Clive, and he looked it up. Okay, well, yeah, no, I can't access the computer to type in places that I can't quite hear people saying the names of, so... But you promise you will? I can't make that promise. Oh, God. But I, I'm... Did Clive remember you? Yes, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, of course he did. He's good at stuff like that. Damn. He did. He's very good, that Clive Bull, isn't he? He's very, very good. Damn. And I'm sure you remember me, but you do pull legs sometimes. I do pull legs, and also I don't remember you. I remember you anyway. I, we've had this... And I, I did miss the programme while I was in Jamaica. You could have got, could have done with the podcasts. I don't understand those sort of things. No, it's no. very <laughs> being an old lady. It's uh... no, no, I don't go that far. No, yeah, Ooh. but it was lovely. There. It's very hot. It's okay. very nice. Excellent. Well, uh, Gloria, it's good to have you back. If indeed you were ever here in the first place, I'm not sure you were. No, no, it's true. Okay, well, if you say so, although I don't believe you. I will, oh no, yeah, don't say that. It is true. Okay, Gloria. Okay, Gloria. I'm going to pretend I believe you, but actually, I don't. Oh, God. there we go, Peter. Hello, Ian. Hello, Peter. How are you? I'm all right. You're depressed. Ah? Uh? You sound depressed. 
Well, there's nothing funny enough. We've had a... It's been a, a, an hour ago. We had a lot of rude people phoning up. And, uh, it's terrible, isn't it? Uh, you know what? I don't have to do this. I can I can quit. I can go and live in Scotland. Uh, and, you know, I can clean windows for a living. I don't need... I don't need... I'm a human being as well, Peter. I feel yeah. things. Hello, the purpose of my call is... Uh, you're looking for carpet, I believe. That's correct, yeah. Well, you got some? No. Well, I've got some remembrance of it. Oh. I need, I need, I need the whole flat carpet, not just some remnants. No, but I was going to suggest that you consider carpet right. Why were you going to suggest carpet right? Because I give you fifty percent discount. Who give you what? Fifty percent odd discount off the retail price. Fifty percent. Sixty. Sixty percent. How? I don't know. I both said my both my hatchery carpet for two thousand one hundred. Really? Yeah. Carpet right give you sixty percent discount. Correct. But how? How? Whatever the price is, they're not fifty percent off the uh, meterage, and then they would take off another ten percent on top. But what? Uh, hang on a minute. That doesn't that doesn't make any business sense at all. So they came to your house and measured it up. Yeah. And they said, right, that's going to cost you uh, five thousand pounds. And they say we will take fifty percent off that, so it comes to two and a half thousand. Why did they say they were going to take fifty percent off? Because that's their uh, offer they got on at the moment. They got it on at the moment. Mm. Is the carpet any good though? Oh, it's very good. I've got a very good quality carpet. Well then, oh, I might, I might go and have a look at carpet, right? Carpet, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I might go and have a look at them. And uh, it wasn't. It's not allied carpets. No, no, it's carpet, right? Right, right. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Peter. Uh, because you know it's quite important, you know, to get you know got to pay two thousand one hundred for the carpet, which included the lounge, dining room, study hallway, stairs, landing in my son's bedroom. Oh, it's, 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 it's very expensive carpet. No. Are you sure it's good quality, not some cack? No, no, it is definitely good quality. It's, it's expensive carpet. Okay. Well, I'm I'm off to carpet, right? I've got the John Lewis man. John Lewis is going to be very expensive, isn't it? Oh, it will be, because they put the price up, and you've got money. Yes. I, well, I've got the guy coming tomorrow to give me a quote. Yeah, you've got a carpet, right? And ask them. Okay, I'll ask carpet. Thank you for that, Peter. Okay. Cheers, mate. Thank you. There we go. I've. I suspect he may have worked for carpet. Right, right, right. I've got the John Lewis guy coming tomorrow. That's going to be expensive. Maybe I'll just go to carpet, right? Just get a rug. It's cheaper. Can't get a rug for the whole flat. I've got two sets of stairs. I'm not going to give the... They do in America, though. They, they, they don't actually have carpet that goes up to the walls. They have, like, that, like, long... They have, like, woodblock flooring. Yeah, but I don't want woodblock flooring, though. Oh. And my, my floorboards are knackered. Yeah. They don't quite re- reach the wall. That's weird, isn't it? It's very weird. Um, Nikki! Hello. Hello, Nikki. How are you? Oh, it's a girl. It is a girl, Which yeah, is... sorry. No, no. Au contraire. That's a good thing. Oh, right, oh, good. Yeah. Well, apparently, for roller coasters... Yeah. ...they use sandbags. Sandbags, you say? Yeah. Chris, what did you... Would you like to tell, uh, young lady Nikki what you thought they used to test roller coasters? Yes, they use, uh, tanks of water. Yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? How could you get a t- She's saying sandbags, Chris. But they use sandbags. How could they get a tank of water in a roller coaster? It hasn't got legs, so you, when you put the bar down, it couldn't strap it in. Exactly. Yes. It just it's, falls on someone's head and kill them with a bit of luck. It's like a big plastic bottle of water that they put in the seat. He's on another planet. He's they, a muppet, isn't he? He is. They're not. <laughs> they, they strap it in, 
and they use it to see if uh, you know if, if all the water is there when it comes back. Then it's a successful. So what they do is they get a big they get a big barrel of water in every seat. They they strap it on. Yes, and then they send it off. How is that going to work? Especially if the roller coaster goes upside down. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. That's what I said earlier on today. Well, well, I think they they don't have them open. They close them. You just said they had them open. I didn't. Yes. I didn't. Because you said how much water was left in them when they come back. Yeah, well, you know, if they've been damaged or knocked around a bit too but much... a barrel would break, mate. No, it's like a plastic barrel. You, you couldn't have loads of plastic bottles of water whizzing around the roller coaster. That'd be a health hazard. Yeah, flying out. I've seen it on TV, you can't... What TV have you seen it on, mate? I've seen it on, like, um, a roller coaster building programme. <laughs> right, we, we go to, once again, we go to YouTube, which didn't have the answers Do before, it. and, uh, Well, what? I tried to Google it and it didn't have the answer. Roller coaster... Put water tank. Water, water test. Yes. Roller coaster water test. Yeah, thank you. Okay, let's have a little look. No, it's definitely Sandberg. No, 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 you, you typed it in wrong. What did I type in look, wrong? there you are, look. I've typed it in right. Look above that picture. Okay, we want to do it as separate words. Okay, yeah. it's, uh... That'll, that'll do it. No, mate, it's not gonna happen. Believe it. I, I, well, I can't believe something that's... Look, you've knackered YouTube. I have... <laughs> YouTube is going, oh, this doesn't even make sense to me, and I'm a computer search engine. Why doesn't it make sense? Right, I'm gonna put... I'm gonna put in roller coaster test. Yeah. See what it says there. Because uh, they showed a programme on, um... on one of the Sky Discovery channels about all the new roller coasters over in the States, and they showed you how they tested them with all these sandbags. All right. As people. I wasn't doing the voiceover for that, was I? I don't know. You might have been. Oh, I don't know. Um, the cat on the roller coaster test track. Roller coaster. Uh, no. Chris, you're an absolute idiot. <laughs> really, really is. I find it offensive that he even... No, he's... Uh, I'm waiting. Nicky, thank you for that. Thank you for speaking, okay, Saints. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a lovely evening. And you. Bye-bye. Colin. Hello, Ian. Hello, Colin. Oh, Ian, yes. I've got a proposition for you. Okie dokie, I'm up for it. Bring it on. Well, I've just done four... I'm going to do four numbers on Saturday for the Hot Pigs. For the what? The, the Hot Pigs? Hot Pigs, yeah, on the lottery. Hot Pigs? What the hell is Hot Pigs? You don't know what Hot Pigs is? I don't do the lottery. It's a, it's a thick oh, man's tax. Listen, Hot Pigs are... You pick four numbers or three numbers or two numbers on the Hot Pigs and you win... Lots of money, better than a lottery. Even if you don't get the numbers? Oh, you, no, well, I'll do it every time if you didn't get the numbers. How much money have you won on Hot Pigs? I've won £450 with three numbers. Oh, and how much do you spend each week on Hot Pigs? I, now and again, a pound there, there, every Oh, week. OK, fair play, all right. So, you, OK, this sounds good. What, 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 how can I get a piece of this pie? Well, the thing is, I'm doing five, four numbers... Which, if you do five, four numbers on hot pigs, you get seven thousand pounds. Hang on a minute. So you're doing five of them? Uh, yeah, which is a five pound. Okay, so you... and a go. Okay. Different numbers if you want to order. Do time, you do you not do five? Do you do five pounds every week? No, I don't. Okay. No, just now and again. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're not drinking, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> ah. Oh no, I've listened to your nutters and I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um. The thing is, I've got numbers for you. Yes. And it's seven. Seven. Ten. Ten. Twenty-nine and forty-seven. Yes. 
If you do them on hot picks, they will give you seven thousand pounds. What those four numbers? Them four numbers on hot picks will give you seven. How do you know that? Because that's what they tell you. Who tell you? Uh, the lottery, and if it comes. The lottery up, tell you the answers. Uh, not really, no. Well, then how have you got the answers? Because I am in a world that you know what next week's doing. Now, now, this is the meat. Why didn't you just phone up? Why wasn't your first sentence, Ian? My name is Colin, I live in Kent, and I'm a, in a world where you know what next week is doing. Well, if I knew that, I would have done six numbers and got a million. But you just said you do know what next week is doing. Yeah, but that's what I think, anyway. Yeah. You're a nutter, aren't you, Colin? I am. I'm a nutter that joins all the nutters you speak to. Good lad, and then gets cut off. Sifu! Uh, he's just biding his time in. He's, he's waiting for a, a really big rollover jackpot. That's all he's doing. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it for the long haul? <laughs> there's a, they're all coming out tonight, aren't they? C- Colin won't be ringing up when there's a big jackpot again. <laughs> you watch. Oh. Ian, you know these roller coasters? Yes, sir. I, I've, 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 see, I've seen what Chris is on about. Well, the water testing. You know, you know, like when you go to like a water uh, like tower. Like in an office or whatever. Well, water cooler, not water tower. Yeah. Water tower is a massive, you idiot. <laughs> that's, that's a bit rude, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah they kind of strap them in, I've saw it, and then, you know, the roller coaster goes around. But is, is now, the top I'm, off? I've saw it. Is the top off? No, no, no. <laughs> the water is just going to go everywhere. Well, but surely the test is whether yeah. it, the, it, it has enough gravitational pull to keep things stuck to the roller coaster. Or, or the, you know, the weight can stay the same all the way through the journey of the roller coaster. But why use why use water in a bottle? What why use sand? Because sand is flexible. That's a good point. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a good Ian, point. Ian, I, I saw a celebrity celebrity today. Do you want to guess who it is? Was it David Schwimmer? Because I saw him. No, well, it's in, it's in Birmingham, so it probably won't be as high <laughs> class as what you thought. Uh, was it Lenny Edwards? Uh, Lenny Henry? Uh, that's close, right? It, it, the person we're talking about, uh, he's black. Okay, well, there's a clue. See if we'll stay there. We'll find out who the black celebrity Sifu saw in Birmingham is after this. <laughs> any, any guesses, Richard, who Sifu saw? <laughs> Absolutely not. I've just been chatting to Holly, so that didn't help. The fact that I wasn't listening, what happened? What's going on? Sifu saw a black celebrity in Birmingham, and we have to guess who it is. It's not Lenny Henry. It's not Lenny Henry. Uh, I haven't got a clue. Okay, there we go. <laughs> let's, let's, let's have the travel. M1 going northbound between... Home of the hits. Home. Home's on the other side. Uh, Sifu, uh, we have no idea. It, it was Rusty Lee. <laughs> Hang on, wasn't quality, she... It was quality, it was wasn't, quality. Wasn't she supposed to be on this morning today? I ain't got a clue. Okay. I ain't got a clue. Zora. Was she, uh, was she doing any product placement? Nah, she, she was just walking around Birmingham. Fantastic. Uh, I, I was, I was going to go and get a few tips off her, like, for in the kitchen, but... Yeah, you, 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 know, you thought better of it. I thought, but, you know, she, you know, all, all, uh, you know, she went out of date, didn't she, really? Yeah, well, so, Sifu, listen, thank you very much for that. You're, you're welcome, as you're, usual. You're welcome. Uh, uh, feel I, free I to... Had, I, had, I had my first cup of Red Bush today. A, a builder give it me. Was it good? I, I, was, I was quite shocked. It was, it was very nice. It's, it's got... Did you have I milk in it? I weren't expecting... Yeah, I weren't expecting it off a builder. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I, I think something rude sneaked out there. I'm not sure, but we'll, um... It's Carl in Finchley. Hi, Ian. Hello, Carl. Um, 
I was watching the Discovery Channel the other day, and it's true. They, um, there's like figures of, of, of people, and they, they put the put the hose in the top of the head, and they fill them up with water. Oh, so hang on, it's it's people. It's <laughs> the, they look like people, like they're water people. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's different from barrels of water. Because when you say a barrel of water, I expect like a big sort of round wooden thing. Oh, right. No, there's people, like dummies, hollow dummies, and they've got a screw on the top. Yeah. Get rid of that top sentence, obviously, Chris. That's not part of the blog, is it? Oh. Uh, well, I did, well, Carl, in, in that case, I'm not going to apologise to Chris because he said barrels. Oh, but people silly. filled with water, that makes more sense. Yeah. But I still not... It's because we're 90% water, they use water. I don't know. Is that a theory? I'd, I'd still go with sand, though. Sand is probably the best, uh, option, isn't it? I don't know. Do you they watch... Could, they, could, they could use coloured sand, like they do in the Isle of Wight. What? And, you know, in the Isle of Wight, the coloured sand. Is it? No, and they, you, I don't know, you make, <laughs> make little model things. Are you just that? talking out of your backside, Carl? No, they, I don't know. We're, we're, Chris, we're, su- we're supposed to be going to the Isle of Wight soon to see Weird Al, aren't we? Oh, yeah, he wants a date off us. Okay, well, we'll sort it out, but in a little bit later on. Carl, thank you very much for that. <laughs> Good lad, bye bye. There we go. Darren. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, mate. Well, uh, he stole my thunder. It is oh. true. They use plastic mannequins. Did you watch this on the Discovery Channel? Yes, I did. How many people watch the Discovery Channel then? Loads. Have you seen the excellent television series that I voice called How Do They Do That? It. Uh, how Do They Do It? No. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's, so, it's not like no, it. I haven't watched that. And how's your uh, hemorrhoids? Uh, th- bloody at the moment. Yeah, I've just Is... had mine removed. Really? Did they, Did you get them banded and injected? No, I actually had them lanced off. Oh, no, really? They were too big to actually uh, do the band. Uncomfortable? Uh, well, I've been in bed for the last three days. No! Yeah. Find me off for three weeks off work. No, you are joking! No, man. I'm leaving it as it is, then. I wouldn't touch them. I wish I never touched mine. The now. thing is, though, I mean, you can't die from them, can you? And they're not uncomfortable. It's just bloody. Yeah, no, it's just bloody. And it's just unpleasant first thing in the morning to look down and look at that. But, you know, I can live with that, really. This is a gross well, you thing. Are. I wish I could live with it now, because I didn't really fancy it in the first place. And I've gone and got it done, because it was frightening seeing all that blood. Yeah. And I wish I never now. But the thing is, they'll come back. You know that, don't you? Oh, yeah. They'll they- come back. They can come back within... Six months. Mm. So you might yeah. as well just live with it. If they're not uncomfortable. No, that's it. Well, Darren, listen, thanks for the, uh, the heads up on that. <laughs> Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Thank See you. Mate. This is a, it's a gross topic, but it's, uh, it's important. Uh, there we go. Look, uh, Andrew's just donated £50 to the Jim Cronin Fund. Thank you very much, Andrew. That is appreciated. Um, hang on a minute. We're going to see... Oh, it was sandbags to test... Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't really care anymore. Thank you, Andrew. That's brilliant to know that. Well done. Good lad. Uh, Megan! Hello? Hello, Megan. Hi. Uh, oh, you've... You, you, okay, you... Well, okay, yes. You had a horrible conversation before then. <laughs> anyway, Megan. Yeah? What can we do for you? Um, well, I'm a first-time caller. Good work. Well done. And when you used to, um, do the day, um... Presenting. Yeah. I phoned, and, um, do you remember when, um, when you was seeing, um... What? Um, oh, do you remember when you were seeing how many people was listening? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh. I well, don't really I remember, phoned. I don't, I have a terrible memory. 
So, mm. um, well, anyway. But hang on, you phoned up then? Hmm? Well, you phoned up then? Yeah. Well, you're not a first-time caller now, then. Well, no, I didn't really get through. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, and there's an event in Royal Albert Hall coming on the 23rd of April, three days after my birthday. Well done. And, um, it's in the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, yeah, I've I've been there. And, um, it's called Music is for Life, and, um, I'm going to be singing there with my school and, um, a cluster of other schools. And what are you going to be singing? Um, well, um, it's about David and Goliath. Oh, yeah, the the short fella and the giant, yeah, and it's the old uh, slingshot. Yeah. Yes. And David kills Goliath. Yes. Yeah. Um, and whilst I was waiting for the phone call, yeah. I was getting really nervous, yeah. and I pulled out my tooth. You pulled a tooth out? Yeah. Hell's teeth! No! <laughs> that You were yeah. so nervous, you pulled a tooth out? Yeah, well, it was wobbly, wobbly in the first place. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's quite satisfying when it comes out, isn't it? Mm. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's good you've you got that hole now that you can rub your tongue up and, yeah. up and down, and that's... Good. Good. That's it, that's satisfying, and you'll, you'll, more teeth will come back at some point. And when when the next set of teeth come, they don't go anywhere. You've got them for life. Mm. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Megan. Yeah. And good yeah. luck. Good luck with the singer at Royal Albert Hall. It's a big place. Yeah. Cheers for that. Bye bye, uh, Steve. Yeah. Hi there. Hello, Steve. Hello, oh, mate. Yeah. Right, carpets. Yeah. Don't go to carpet. Right, no good. Okay, why, why, in, why in your opinion? they got a sale on, they got a sale on their sale, and when they haven't got a sale on, they've got a sale on. Oh, that, yes, it is one of those places, and uh, they have a bank holiday sale that is also, uh, I don't know if they... And do. the day before bank holiday sale. Yeah. So you're yeah, saying, you're are. saying, do, don't go there? Don't go there. In, in your opinion, because... In I was, my I'm, professional opinion, yes. Are you a professional carpeteer? I'm a professional carpeteer, Okay. Yes. Uh, um, go get your, your quote and stuff, and yeah. if you're serious, give me a shout back. If we know what we mean. Oh, you reckon you can beat the, the Mr. Lewis? Guaranteed. Chris, take this fella's number down. Take this... Oh, Stephen, I'll give you a call next week. No problem. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. Of course, of course, I must hasten to add that Carpet Right is a fantastic uh, establishment. My sister, I believe, bought some carpet from Carpet Right. They're very good carpets. I've seen them. And Steve, of course, is trying to... Uh... So did my mum, actually. Yeah, your mum's carpet's not that nice, though, is it? Yeah, the beige one. It's lovely. Are you looking for an overseas... Don't forget that uh, the psychic show is up next, uh, Becky and Chris, and they've got some dude who's coming in who's apparently... Uh, you know I'm a sceptic. Apparently can, like, read dogs' minds and stuff. So if you've got a pet, send the picture in to Becky and Chris at lbc.co.uk, uh, and this guy will tell you stuff about your animal. I've sent a picture of uh, my cat, Chris has sent a picture of uh, his horse, uh, and Becky has brought her dog in, and I think it's just done a whoopsie. Uh, last couple of calls on this show, though. Uh, don't forget we're here Sunday night at 10 o'clock for the Triple M show. It's Dwayne Pipe! Yes, Dwayne. Do you know what? I passed my grade in this th- today for karate, innit? Oh, uh, wicked. What grade are you now, Dwayne? I'm red belt. And how, what number's that? Uh, number two, innit? Good lad. Uh, Looney John! Good afternoon! Merry Christmas. Um, I thought I ought to join in your um, newspaper review. Oh, yeah. I've got in front of me a copy of the Sun newspaper from Wednesday the 18th of April, 1804. Oh, blimey. What are the knockers like on page three? Oh, dear. It, um, oh, page three... Um, it's got, uh, report of the debate in the House of Lords about the Navy. Sexy! Anyway, even more exciting, on page four, is from the Old Bailey. Tuesday the 17th of April, B. Scully was, was charged in two indictments, the first for a burglary, 
Second, for receiving a variety of silver articles of plate and watches, knowing them to have been burglariously stolen. Burglariously? Yes. Does it actually say burglariously? Indeed. Oh! That's the name of my next band, is Burglariously. I can't even say it. Burglariously. That word is the greatest thing that comes out of the 19th century, as far as I'm concerned. Burglariously. I'm writing that down. I hope I I never forget it. I'm a bit late. John, I've got to go, because I'm a little bit late with this. I do apologise. Globule. Thank you very much. Now, if you missed the show, it's, uh, this may overrun, doesn't matter. It sounded like this. Would Philip like a chicken? Philip, would you like a chicken? I'd love one. Chicken. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Bounce, 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 bounce. And if you don't want my kitchen, don't shake my cheek. Can't you pump something into a dead man to make him loose? What do they use to test new roller coasters with? Sometimes it makes me anxious. I'm, I'm so. Chris and I uh, are going to do a paper review. Muggers have three times stolen 71-year-olds... <laughs> is this a funny story, or what? Martha Reed's bag. Not realising she had been using it to scoop up her dog's poo in Margate, Kent. <laughs> Me and you have got a couple of things in common as Xbox and, uh, rectal bleeding. <laughs> oh, God, well... There were some bits of a show... And some bits are just a man having a breakdown on the wireless. That's it. I'm back on Sunday night at 10 o'clock for Triple M, and then Monday at 7 o'clock. Stay tuned, though. It's uh, Becky and Chris uh, with The Psychic Show. Thank you. (laughs) 